Hey, you dorks. This is Gunnar Hansen, Leatherface from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and you are listening to The Dorkening. Hi, I'm Brian Johnson, and although you probably accidentally stumbled across it and have no idea why you're watching it, you are, in fact, watching The Dorkening. Hello, this is Tom Kenny, voice actor. Uh, the voice of the Ice King on Adventure Time. And SpongeBob SquarePants. Ah, oh, Gary the Snail, too. Hey, guess what you're filling your eye holes and ear holes with? The Dorkening! Oh, I love the Dorkening. Very popular in Ooh. And Bikini Bottom. Hi, I'm Lou Ferrigno. You're watching The Dorkening. And you know what? You don't like me when I get angry, so don't get me angry. You better keep watching The Dorkening. Hey guys, this is Felissa Rose, and you're watching The Dorkening. Hey guys, it's Courtney Palm. We're shooting Death House, and you're watching The Dorkening. This is Anthony Michael Hall, and you're watching The Dorkening. Stay tuned. My friend's going to show you what entertainment's all about, baby. The Dorkening. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Loudest Sports Show, episode 22, brought to you by The Dorkening Network and sponsored by Deadly Grounds Coffee. We are the three bromigos, the Ray Hall trio, the sports triumvirate, and along with Slashes the Ice Queen and Emma Extreme, we are the greatest sports talk team you've ever seen. I am your host, Patrick Ray Hall, but you can call me Patsy the Angry Nerd. And joining me, as always, we have Dave the Kardashian Dragon. Hey, yo, and my beard, don't forget. Yep, the one you've been growing for 30 years that you've just... Yeah, what do you got, like coffee ground stuck to your face with honey? Is that what yeah, that I is? I throw dirt at it and stuff, too, so it looks a little not, bit more full. A little, like a brown marker, kind of fill it <laughs> in. A little, little minoxidil. I color it in you with know? markers in certain and spots. and Yeah. I patch animal hair on it where I can find it, you know, so yeah. it's going to. Like a Beavis so, and Butthead yeah. episode. It's coming nice. hair off his head and glues it on his face. We'll see. And we are also joined by Dan. Don't call me Danny Spencer. I was sent in a capsule from space, not far from here, and I came here for one reason to attack and keep on coming. Not to ask, but just to give. Not to want, but just to send. Load up the spaceship with the rocket fuel. Absolutely a, uh, a, uh, what's his name? Riveting promo. I'm ready to roll. We are also joined, as you can see if you're watching this on uh, YouTube. <laughs> yeah, by Emma Extreme. Hi. Emma, uh, I heard you have a joke for us today. Oh, you got a joke? What's your joke? Uh, I didn't tell you guys this. Yeah, this is last time, somehow. What do you call, I mean, what? Is loud, I'm fast, loud, and crunchy. Fast, loud, and crunchy. I'm I'm uh, on the edge of my seat with anticipation for the answer. No, have you seen this? Have you heard about this? What is it, Emma? Rocket chip. Rocket. A rocket chip. Oh. <laughs> Got it. I was it went over my head. Emma, I got a joke for you. What do you got? We got another one? Yeah. Didn't know about this one. Why did the bear not why did the bear say no to dessert? Why? Because she was stuffed. (laughs) (laughs) Emma, I got a joke for you. Say fire away. What did 
What did the fish say when he swam into the cement wall? I don't know. Damn. <laughs> Emma, you want to hear my favorite joke of all time? What did the farmer say when he found out his tractor was stolen? Hey, where's my tractor? Baleo! And on that note, we will introduce the final member of the uh, quintet we've got here today. Uh, she may be off camera, but she is definitely still here. She is Slashes, the Ice Queen. Yeah, I don't have any jokes today. Sorry. <laughs> no jokes today? That's yeah, she's eating no popsicles this week. Was was not prepared for this. Yeah, I apologize. Okay. It's it's all right. I I always have. Oh wait, a... wait, 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 wait! I do have one. Oh, hold okay, up, hold okay. up. How do you make a tissue dance? You Don't put know. a little boogie in it. Ba da ba ba. Very nice. Oh, I got one. I got another one for Emma. Emma, since you're always uh you're you're uh, losing a bunch of chiclets there, what's the best time to go to the dentist? Oh, come on now. And you don't have any teeth. <laughs> <laughs> that's the opposite time. But before then, but. 230. 230. 230. <laughs> nice one, Danny Roach. I, wanna, I, got, I got a one. You have another joke? Yeah. Let's go. Let's hear you it. You came ready to fight her. How can the mic Put it in. Put it in. What did the right eye say to the left eye? What? Something in between the smells. <laughs> I'm shaking the hell out of my camera. That was a good uh, one. Oh, was... wow. I like that. That's a little come to correct, Emma. May. Emma. Emma. Uh, what did one snowman say to the other snowman? Oh, my God. What? Do you smell carrots? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, really? oh my god, oh my, oh, I didn't get it until you said that. Oh, <laughs> carrot noses. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Watch Jeez, out the headphones. Be careful, there. crazy kiddo. Uh, all right, so let's get into our uh, opening face off. Unless anybody else has uh, any more jokes, I'm sure we can. Let's save some for like the coming weeks. Like, plumb out here. yeah, let's not, let's not, you know, dump them all in this episode. So, this is a question that uh, Spencer came up with. Uh, who is the best secondary character in a sports movie? And I'm going to start uh, with uh, Dave. Dave, give us your uh, best secondary character in a sports movie. I have two, and I hope Dan, I don't want to steal Dan. I have, like, I it should be pretty cousin. obvious. I mean, I, yeah, I, I wasn't going too deep on this one because something struck me one day. And that's that's where this came from. Whoa, whoa, whoa! All right, jeez, you, 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 you rocket go. coming through here, right? Rocket ship coming through here. Ah, very nice. Well played, uh, back. So um, maybe I mean this is kind of it could be debatable on this one because he could be the star, but I don't think he was the star. I'm going Gordon Bombay. Okay, Mighty Ducks. He's not really the star. You Borderline. know, the kids he, are the stars. The, the Ducks. Yeah. It's the Ducks. Yeah. So just I a couple that. things about Gordon. Uh, I hurt his knee, ended his career. He uh, backs me up. He worked as a shade, skate sharpener. I almost couldn't say skate that. Shape. Skate, 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 skate. Uh, Coach Team USA, as we all That's know. That's pretty damn impressive. 
You know, and, all, the, uh, all the coverage that the junior hockey league team crazy how much coverage the junior <laughs> league, hockey league got in the it's, in the it's like Batman Olympics. movies when they would show the live broadcast of the circus on the news. It's but he does, yeah, it's weird. You know, you, when you, when you watch the circus live on the yeah. news, yeah, you know, the live broadcast of the circus on the news well, every year, gather around and watch the circus as a family. Uh, <laughs> And then, so Bombay also had shoes named after him, the Air Bombay, the Air Bombay's, yep. for kids kids that want to coach. That's a joint venture um, with Kareem. That's no joke. Yep. So that was, but for number one for me, I guess, I hope it's not Dan's, uh, Chubbs Peterson. Oh, Whoa, Chubbs. Gold. Gold. Solid gold. Love Chubbs. I mean, Solid I, gold. I'm i not going Apollo here. I'm not going to do it. I'm going Chubbs. He was kicked off the pro tour when he was, you know, when he was in. Without Chubbs, there is no happy. Because the damn alligator bit his hand off, you know. You learn so, how to putt or short game. Cut him down in his prime. He was cut down in his prime. Cut him down in the prime. Uh, but he did. He got me. He did tear that bastard's eye out. So that that does help. He is deceased, though. So rest in peace, Chubbs. Uh, he with Abraham Lincoln and the alligator, though. So we good. I'm gonna pour one out, for yeah. Chubbs here. So I did. Uh, I did give that Dan that Funko Pop last year. Yep. Oh, yes, wow. Indeed. Okay. Yeah. Yes, so, indeed. yeah. No, those are my two. Quick and easy. Boom. All right. Slash is the ice queen. Who are yours? So, I have a couple of kind of random ones. First being Allison Janney's character, Lavana, uh, Tanya Harding's mother from I, Tanya. That's a good uh, one right there. I mean, that's a fantastic film, and if you haven't seen it, you should. Yeah. There is a lot of screening. Yeah. Robbie really did her homework for this film, and she really kind of captures the essence of Tanya Harding. And, you know, everyone made Tanya Harding to be the bad guy. And, I mean, she kind of was, but she kind of wasn't with the whole Nancy Kerrigan thing. But her mother, her mother is so abusive and vile, yet supportive, taking Tanya to, you know, the, the ice rink real early in the morning and kind of being this driving force that, you know, put Tanya in this really weird position where she loved her mother, but she also hated her mother. But, I mean, Alice and Jenny went on to win awards for uh, her portrayal for and that, stuff. Yes, she? yes, she yeah. did. Um, and it, she was just fantastic. Second is Lena Headey as Sweet Soraya Knight from the Knight family and fighting with my family. Awesome. Well, no, but but no, that's a really fun film. And she is fucking awesome. Oops, excuse me. She is really yeah, awesome. Okay. She is <laughs> she is amazing. Yeah. Nick Frost. Nick as Frost as you know, amazing. the king and queen of the the Knight family empire that they created Excuse overseas. Did a real good job with that. Like Killed she's it. hilarious. She's perfect. All right, Dan, who do you got? Since this was your question. Well, you know, I thought of this originally came to me because I realized certain things. It's not it's not new to me, or the, the even the the line of thought isn't new, but. I mean, there's there's two that come to mind that without them, the movie almost doesn't happen, and 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 it's like again, I, I it always harkens back to the pitch meetings. Well, why were why was this person the movie so the movie could happen, and Be without fun. them, they that without them, <laughs> right? Without them, it doesn't. So, Mr. Miyagi is number two, or or I will I will even say Mr. Miyagi is one A. Pat Morita as Mr. Miyagi, fantastic. Not not only. Was he responsible for training him? But he saved his ass a bunch of times. A bunch of times. When several people trying to kick his ass, this little man come on and help them. But he also trained him. Not, not only did he, you really are. 
Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. I watched that today. But not only that, not only did he train him, save his ass on a bunch of different occasions, but also if it wasn't for Mr. Miyagi with his somehow able to fix major knee injuries with rubbing his hands together, he didn't he didn't win that first championship. Without that first championship, without that first all valley karate championship, which everybody in the valley wants to see the preteens fight for the, you know, obviously, just like the, the news on the the circus on the news. Everybody was tuned in in the Valley. That's that's what happened. Right. Everybody was tuned into this, but without him doing his rub his hands against his, you know, and then teach him an illegal kick, then it, the whole thing doesn't happen. We don't get the Karate Kid movies. We don't get Cobra Kai. We get nothing. But that pales in comparison to Adrian Balboa. Talia Shire is Adrian. And watching these movies back, and, I, I, and again, both of these – film series I'm so familiar with because it almost doesn't matter even if it's five I'm watching Rocky when it comes on no matter which one it is I'll dabble in five you know I'll be in and out you know whatever but every other one is appointment watching when I see that it comes on same as the karate kid if she doesn't come out of that coma and tell him to win in the she just tells him he, this guy's been in the hospital for days he hasn't slept he hasn't eaten. He's so worried. Hasn't seen his newborn child. At the same point, sees his newborn child, and his wife goes, "Listen, win." And because of that, he does. And even every other time, every time the you know the the movies, as formulaic as they are, is so beautiful because, oh, Rocky has a challenge. Oh, Rocky doesn't believe in himself. Well, Adrian tells him he could do it, Then he believes in himself, and then he does. How'd you every get single job? one. In the second one, I live with a fighter. That's when I thought of that. You know, it's so funny you say that. That's the thing that made me think of this. Because I watched her, like, berating him on the beach after he's going half-ass. And really, honestly, there's no way that in that time that Sylvester Stallone beats Carl Weathers in a fight. When you watch the footage, it's clear he was going easy on him. But he was not the main character. So, either way, without without Adrian Rocky doesn't do literally half the things he does because in 2 3 and 4 her being there simply just being there and gives him the motivation to win so it's Mr Miyagi and Adrian for me and I know and I'm sure that there that may come off as cliche but even though they're the secondary characters they're like 1B to the the stars 1A that makes the wheels of the movie turn I like Miyagi better I don't mind Miyagi because you know what? Adrian never beat nobody up. She always like she always had Rocky do the beating up. So I mean she could have pitched in more. She could have, you know, got a chair, you know, a baton, something, helped them out. You know, taking Clubber Lang's knees out, kicking back to the Itanya. See, I was uh I was looking trying to come up with a few that I was hoping nobody would say. I mean, with Rocky, it's tough because there's so many secondary characters. What's but the first thing I said to you was Lee Trevino from because <laughs> Adams did have a beard. Um, but I'm going to go, um, you know, Miyagi is a really good one. And I had one on the, uh, the top of my mind. And I, I'm like, oh, I don't need to write this down. I'll remember. And it was like 30 seconds ago. And I don't remember it. I am going to go with uh, the gopher from Caddyshack. Almost said it. Almost said it. Yeah. No. I had a feeling you were going to go Caddyshack. Couldn't do it. I mean, I heard he's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's all be the right. ball, be the ball. Um, 
and there was another one. Oh, I'm trying to remember what it was now. I mean, I, I'm going to have to go uh, because uh, he was nominated for an Oscar. I don't know if he won. I don't remember off the top of my head. But, uh, you know, honorable mention to uh, Burt Young as Polly. Uh, yeah, good call. I mean, Polly was the one who got Rocky the job. He's the one who got Rocky Adrian. Uh, I, what, one thing I had to add to that, because I thought of this, this is a line that I thought of earlier, so I had to say just because it came back to me. If it wasn't for Adrian, Rocky would have been would have went back to breaking thumbs for sure. That's all he would have been doing. Hey, you don't want me to mix with Apollo. You know, maybe I want, you know, I'll figure something out. He's breaking thumbs next week. That's what he's doing. That's what he's doing. Condominiums. He never uses them. I never use them. I think Mickey's more important than both of them, but that's just me. What yeah, Mickey gone after movie three. Halfway through movie three, he beat Clubber Lang without Mickey. Yeah, no, his he death really beat, kind of inspired him to win, though. He almost Spoiler beat Mason alert, the never seen Rocky. without him. He might have beat Mason. He almost Dixon. beat Mason the Lion Dixon without him. Well, yeah, the alternate Mickey ending, knows. it's a draw, but. Get up, because Mickey loves you. I ain't hear no bell. Run around. This is basically we just a just a Rocky segment that we did and just talked about a couple other movies. Well, <laughs> it was still Adrian, though. I mean, again, I got Paulie and uh, Clint, Clint, Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood in Million Dollar Baby. I mean, she doesn't do nothing without him. I am gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, what's his? I can't remember the actor's name, but uh, his Hulk Hogan's brother in. Uh, in uh in um no holds barred tied yeah. you and nobody else knows that guy's name <laughs> well he was on lost he played jacob i just can't think of his name off the top of my head uh he and uh i'm tying him with lincoln hawk's son in over the top who was also the kid he was his still his son rocky rocky uh rocky four yeah same, same kid. kid crazy my kid should be sleeping home so I think that was pretty good. Uh, you know, there's a bunch we could have named. Please, you know. anybody, if you think of something else, let us know because it, it was it was exceptionally Rocky centric. But man, there's there's way too many to count. It's there's John way Tommy too many to count. Forrester. Seriously, <laughs> seriously. Hell, uh, you know, we, we're we're talking sports. I mean, what about uh, what's his name in Talladega Nights? Yeah, Shake Bank. Shake Bank. I mean, there, there's so many. There's so many. So we're going to take a quick break and we come back. We're going to uh, start off with hockey. So we'll be right back. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. All right, so we're going to start off with NHL, and I just want to point out that, uh, you know, Slash isn't going to get into this, but the guy I picked as my Vezina Trophy winner, Carter Hart, uh, had (laughs) two back-to-back games where he gave up six goals. So, I mean, everybody's got a a rough start to the season, and uh, I think... Philly's still fi- figuring out their defense, but uh, you know my 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 picks looking a little shaky right now. So uh, slashes, you got some stuff about uh, the Bruins and uh, your buddy uh, Bergerin, I think it's pronounced. Well, I mean, it's nice to see that the Bruins remember how to win games. 
got some secondary scoring. A lot of uh, secondary scoring. No, they got well, they two, two goals out of their secondary scoring. off of their secondary line, but still. They're doing something. They're accomplishing something. They're building. Those lines are building up some chemistry, which is important. Something that we talked about last week. Um, the game on Saturday, that was Bergeron's 50th career game where he's had three points or more. At least three points. Yeah. So that's kind of exciting. Way Two to go, goals Captain. and an assist. Yeah. Yeah. So um, and, you know, one thing I love about Cassidy is he's not afraid to switch out the lines. He's not afraid yeah. to switch things up. He's he's not committed to saying this person is going to play with this person with the uh, exemption of um, Bergeron and Marchand at this point. This was uh, this game featured the first time since Horton, Lucic and uh, Sagan where they had consecutive numbers in a line with Craig Smith wearing number 12, Trent Frederick wearing number 11, and Charlie Coyle wearing 13. So they had the 11-12-13 line, mixing that up a little bit. That's Fred still a good thing, though. It, seem, it, it always seems like maybe in the past where it's been a point of criticism where you're just going to keep rolling the same lines. Yeah, that was, that was Julian. Well, yeah, yeah, it was just like you're trying to win games like the same thing over and over again. And it, yeah, hanging your head against the wall. Today, so, so maybe it'll work tomorrow, you it's know, like, like – it's like what we talked about last week when they were playing against New Jersey and they were trying to drum up some offense. Like you saw Marshand, which you're not going to split up, but you saw Krejci with him. You saw Coyle with him. You saw DeBrusque with him. You saw uh, Stadnika with him. Yeah, it's like, you know, let, let's see who's going to pair best with this top line while Pasternak is out. And some good news on the Pasternak front. He's not only practicing, but he's practicing full-time with the team. He's just not taking so, hits yet. Yeah, he's not taking hits yet. But we could see him back in the lineup sooner rather than later. Yeah. That's what they're pushing towards. That That's what that's what I've heard rumor is. You know, he's looking really good. They're still being a little cautious about certain things. Which they Hence should. the whole not taking hits. But he looks good. He looks good. He looks healthy. You know, and he's mentally, he's so ready. He's so ready to get back in the game. I will uh, I will also say one of the things that I like about Cassidy is he's not afraid to call guys out like Anders Bjork. He's press this guy in the in the, in the, in the post game. I love that. Yeah, he's like, yeah, this guy's uh he's running out of chances. And yeah, they've really done better tonight, like game in two uh -huh. years. Yeah. Like he he played out of his mind. He was everywhere. He was making nice passes, he's selling out to block shots. Uh, he didn't, I don't think he scored, uh, but uh, he might have been involved in a couple of scoring plays. But he, but he, he was making plays, game. and it's a uh, a far cry from how he's been playing thus far. I mean, granted, there have only been a handful of games this season. Um, he's improved, so whatever whatever coach said definitely lit a fire underneath his ass, and and he's you know getting himself out there. He's proving himself. He wants to play for the Bruins. I will say this as well. Um, for folks who don't remember, um, in 2015, the Bruins had three consecutive picks, and they whiffed on a couple of them. But uh, although right now I'm kind of liking the fact that they've got uh, Trent Frederick, I like this I dude was gonna a say, lot. I like Frederick a lot. They picked him before they picked DeBrusque. It went him, DeBrusque, and then Stadnika all in a row. 
like he's going to be uh i predict him being quite the stud i mean he's really chirpy and i like that he he does not care who you are he will go after you he will talk shit he was chirping up suban oh yeah the, against the devils yeah yeah he does not care who you are he does not care if you're a veteran of the game he you know all due respects off the ice you know but when you're in a game you're an opponent and he's a fairly you know he's a, a fairly big guy he kind of reminds me a little bit of uh when marshy first came yeah, onto the Marshy's scene like five nine well i was gonna say yeah marshy definitely doesn't have the uh the size, uh, the, to, the size to right yeah he he but we did see him go up against uh suban in that devil series yeah yeah, so I, I'm I'm interested to see where this kid goes, and uh, I'm interested to you know continue to watch his NHL career. Um, some interesting trades happening, oh, blockbuster the, trades. Oh, Line A and uh, uh, what the hell is his name? Uh, Dubois. Dubois. I was gonna say yeah. Bogosian. Yeah. Like, so Pierre Dubois traded to the Columbus Blue Jackets. Oh yeah! Oh no no! Traded Dubois from. was traded from the Blue Jackets to the Winnipeg Jets for um, Patrick Line. Patrick Lane Line Line and Jack Roslovic. What's funny? And well, well, go ahead. I was going to say what's funny is somebody asked. Um, I think it was the Columbus guy or one of them, but these guys went two and three in the draft, mm-hmm. and someone was like, "What's it like trading the the number three draft pick?" You know, and the guy's like, "Well." When you get back the number two draft pick, it's really not that bad. So, yeah, the trade was made two days after Dubois, Dubois was benched and played an NHL career low three minutes and 55 seconds in a 3-2 overtime loss to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah, because he was he was dogging it. And like well, just... I mean, so he just uh, he was a restricted free agent this offseason before signing a two year, 10 million contract with the Blue Jackets on December 31st. And he decided he didn't want to play with them anymore. So he stopped putting in effort. Yeah, he literally just like stopped playing in the first game and the the last coach you want to do that for is John Tortorella. Yeah, and it'll be interesting seeing Line play for Tortorella. And because both of them were like, well, I b- want to play in them, a bigger market. Well, that's the thing. Like both Fucking of them are Winnipeg. It's kind of like, hey, I will trade you my disgruntled player for your disgruntled, disgruntled player star. Yeah, and and that's we'll see it. what Back happens. To Winnipeg. So I mean, like it, it just it's a it's a trade that kind of like shocked the NHL world last week. Um, yeah, so we'll see how this pans out, but it's uh, good luck. <laughs> so I, I don't, I wouldn't want that attitude on my team. Let me just put it that way. There is, uh, and I have to pull him up real quick because I don't remember his name. But uh, I read Ty Anderson's column today, and if you are not reading Ty Anderson, you really should. He's the uh, the Bruins guru for the sports hub. Love Ty. Yeah, he is you like Ty. I like shirt. You have lunch? Yeah, but I usually have three or four. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember the guy's name. It's like um uh it starts with a oh Alexander Barkov. So Alexander Barkov is viewed uh as a guy who could in a couple of years, you know, maybe three, four years maybe longer depending on injuries and longevity fill in if the Bruins were to get him, cause he'll be a free agent at the end of next season. So mm-hmm. say Krejci leaves this year, they let Krejci go. Now they have money. Mm-hmm. They sign Alexander Barkov. 
He is a solid two-way player. He's one of the better defensive centers in the league. And he's a point-per-game uh, producer. Like, cause I don't want to say score because you could have, you know, you'll, you'll usually have more assists than goals unless you're uh, Ovechkin. Um, but Barkov is a guy, he's like 26, 27, who could come in and fill in that role as the number two center behind Bergeron until Bergeron moves on. And they're saying maybe this is the plan going forward, um, which I wouldn't hate. Like he's a, he's a good kid. He's got size. He's, you know, around six, two, two ten. Um, he's got size. He's got skill. He plays defensively. He's one of the better defensive forwards in the league. Um, I mean, he's no Bergeron, but he's also almost a decade younger than Bergeron, so it wouldn't wouldn't hurt to have him uh, in the pipeline. Um, Tori Krug scored his first goal uh, for the Blues on Saturday. Great, yeah, good for him. Um, and the Stars in their first game, showing that uh, you know one of the things I said earlier this year: it doesn't matter if you're missing your top goalie and your top offensive threat in Tyler Sagan. They beat the Nashville Predators seven nothing in their season debut, seven nothing. Which uh, that's that's just that's brutal. It must have been a party down there. So Tennessee has like nothing happened. Was it? And I I missed this one where it was. Was it a home game? I don't recall. Because if it was, what day was this? Where? Uh, this was a few days, Saturday, I think Saturday or Sunday where the predators play and around that area. When there are games, it is nuts. And there's like no restrictions down there And main street in Nashville is crazy. And it's about all the bars and everything. Like the main drag of the bars in Nashville are about a two minute walk from where they play. So it's a cool looking place. A lot of stuff around, but Jesus, those guys! I don't know. I, I don't know how they win. They win games because it's like a party every single time they play, win or lose. It's nuts. It was Friday, this twenty second, and it was in Dallas. Oh, in Dallas. Well, I mean, not like Dallas ain't a party city. They know how to party. Yeah. So seven nothing, which is which is brutal, especially mm-hmm. if you know you're playing your first game back. Uh, slashes. What else you got for uh, for hockey? So right now, leading the Central Division, we have the Tampa Bay Lightning. They're pretty kind of solidly holding on to that spot. Unsurprising. The Eastern Division, we have the Capitals still. The West Division, we have the Golden Knights still. And the North Division, we have the Canadians. Yeah, Tyler Toffoli has been I'm, on a, Yeah, has been yeah. I'm, for them. I'm actually kind of impressed with the way that they've been playing. So it'll be interesting to see how this season pans out for them. Corey Perry finally scored his first goal. That's a guy mm-hmm. I was really hoping the... Um, the Bruins were going to pick up, but Tyler Toffoli, who came over from the Kings, won a couple of cups with them. Um, that dude, he's another guy that's a really good uh, defensive forward, uh, but he's been on a tear lately. I don't expect him to keep it up. Like, well, no, no, that's I'm not his style. He's not that type of player. But uh, yeah, he's been on a tear for them, and Carey Price has been playing really, really well. So. I mean, that's that's all I have for hockey. Yeah, that's pretty much it for uh, hockey news this week. I just have a quick uh, New York Islanders update. Who the hell is the Newark Islanders? I did not say Newark. I said New York. Okay, they're 3-2-0 and zero right now, six points. I mean, they're playing all right. They won. I think they won their first two games, so I think they won the last one out of the last three, which isn't great. 
Uh, Matt Barzal. Barzal? How do you say it? Barzal. Barzal. He's leading the team. He got four points, two goals. Uh, they're playing tonight, actually, against the Capitals. So I have him in a parlay. Okay? I got a little parlay for parlay? you. Uh, huh? What's the parlay? The parlay is the over in the Panthers-Blue Jackets game. Panthers are averaging five. Blue Jackets are averaging three. The over's five and a half. They've already scored a goal three minutes in. So it's 1-0 Blue Jackets. Uh, I have them with did just smoke the uh, yeah. the lightning a few days ago. Yeah, they're they're both their goal scoring. They're crazy, and they both allow kind of two to three goals a game. So. Hockey's pretty, treated you pretty well so far, yeah. No, hockey's been pretty good. Uh, the first three games, season, first three parlays, me and Pat hit, and then uh, I've been you cold. It's actually, up. the first one I've done since. But uh, Islanders minus one and a half in uh, Panthers Blue Jackets. So see how that works. All the games just started, so I'll keep you updated if anything crazy happens. All right. Yeah. And I know, uh, slashes, unless you have anything else, you're going to go uh, watch the Bruins. Yep. Yeah, I didn't want to bet on the Bruins, but I, they've been playing really well. So uh, I'm betting on, on the Bruins on the home team on teams. I like, I don't, I try not to bet anymore. I used to all the time. You can't bet with, with your heart. You got to bet with what you, you know, the odds and stuff. So it's hard to bet against your team. So you might as well just not even do it. No, that, that's, that actually makes sense. Doesn't it? You know, you're always going to root for them to win. You can't be realistic. Right. Right? Right. You don't bet on your own team. You can't root against your team, yeah. too. If you know they're good, if, you, if you're like questioning a game, it's like, ah, I'm not, yeah, just don't of, even. You know, the critical eye you may have, like you're still going to be biased for your home team. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think they still might win tonight, but they were given one and a half. So made me a little nervous. So I actually stayed away. Yeah, I don't. Um, it, it's tough. Hockey's, I told you, hockey's so tough. It's like, I. Woo! I, I I wouldn't bet like I anybody who does that more power to you but like I like even Detroit just, is playing well. everything is so up in the especially you know this early on in the the hockey season you know everything's up in the air you have teams who you thought would be playing better who aren't in teams and you'll get who, a guy like you know, Tyler to yeah who, you know and, and, and lift your you know, team for three four games teams who are are playing way better than than you know predicted way so. above their uh, their pay grade so to speak. Scored quick 1-0 against the Sabers so early in the first. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna let Slashes go so she can uh, go. Peace out, dog. Here's around. Headed to the penalty box. Yep. We should get to watch the game. I mean, I could throw it on in here, but you know, Maybe. I got this going on. Once we're done, I'll uh, you know I'll catch the second. I'm gonna half. go. I'm gonna go drink uh, Duncan's iced coffee in the uh, penalty box with Pasternak. You should have a sign off like Pasta La Vista, baby. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. <laughs> You're on. <laughs> I just watched Terminator last night. It's so funny. Paxton yeah. got murdered, man. I don't like that. And, and no, Buffalo. number two. I watched number oh, two. I was going to say Paxton and Buffalo Bob get murdered. I don't like that. There's so many deleted scenes in it, too, Pat. I know you've seen them. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, I have. oh it's the Joe best. Dirt. It's the best. I love the deleted, the extended edition T2. Whew. Check it out, people. If you've never seen it, it's unbelievable. When he tries to smile. And he's smiling. Then he ha- well, she has the dream about Kyle, which is just crazy. And then that's he's trying the to. Beginning. Oh, that, that kid over there. That, that's what a smile is. And he looks and he's like. It's so he's so robotic though. He's so muscular. He looks fake. It's great. I had a dream last night about horse flies being all over me and biting me, and it woke me up, and I was so worried that they were still there. They horse flies. There. That is a scary Whoa. dream. Oh my! Ow! Ow! God! Ow! Get off me! Ah! I 
kick anywhere without him. Woke up, it was just it was just regular bugs. Leagues, leagues of nothing bugs. Leagues of pirates. It was just cockroaches. Of of pirates. All right, so uh, let's uh, let's quickly yeah, hit do up. baseball. Do baseball quick. Yeah, uh, big big. Oh thing. wait, where's where, what's the have the announcements come out? What announcements? Oh, oh wait. Well, we have some. Do, do what you're doing. Do we got some doing. sad news yeah, to report do first. Do, do, do what you're doing. Do what you're doing. Uh, MLB. Uh, we're going to start with some sad news. Uh, the real home run king, Hank Aaron, passes away last week. Uh, quick rundown of his stats: uh, three thousand seven hundred seventy-one hits, a three hundred five batting average, and uh, seven hundred and fifty-five of those hits were home runs. Uh, insane. Uh, 2,297 RBI. Uh, he played for both the Milwaukee Braves and Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, he started with the Milwaukee Braves and they moved to Atlanta. And his last two years, he played with the uh, Milwaukee Brewers when they were in the American League. And uh, our dad got to see him play. So got to see him play at Fenway. Shut up. Really? Yeah. Got to see. Wow. Yastrzemski uh, uh, and. Fucking uh, Hank Aaron in the same game. Henry Aaron, I don't know why, but can I hold on to this kid? Ah, uh, hey. In 1952. Do you have any more on Henry? Yeah, a few more. Uh, hey, 1952, he uh, finished fourth in uh, Rookie of the Year voting. Uh, the guy who won Rookie of the Year that year, some guy named Willie Mays. I don't know. Uh, never heard of him. Basket catch. Yeah, uh, he was the 1954 MVP. He batted 322, 44 home runs and 132 RBIs. He was an all-star 21 consecutive seasons. The only years he didn't make it were his rookie year and his last year, but he made it 21 straight seasons as an all-star. Um, what do you have? <laughs> oh, uh so today was the day, and about an hour ago was the time of release of the inductees to the MLB Hall of Fame this year. Okay. Dave, how many do you think there are? Three. Pat, how many do you think there are? Uh, Hall of Fame inductees? <laughs> it was Bonds, Clemens, Jeter. I'm going to say there were no Hall of Fame inductees. Not one. Un Not fucking one. <laughs> Goddamn BBWAA. This is dude. This is this is one of the only Hall of Fames where the writers are, are have the say, and they can just and, and again, you know what? It's this. It's a very similar dynamic to what we have on this year's show because sometimes it's strictly opinion. Sometimes it has nothing to do with numbers. Like, well, he was mean to me, and he was mean to another guy I know, so I'm not voting for him. They vote the. Baseball Writers of Associate, Baseball Writers Association of America, did not vote one single person into the Hall of Fame this year. First time since 2013. Curmudgeons. No shilling. No bonds. No Clemens. For you guys that were writing in fucking 1954, voting on shit that's happening today. Oh, dude, steroids should be okay. Doesn't make sense. Steroids should be okay. Let him do the goddamn so Let's steroids. talk about steroids. <laughs> you know, Charlie Kelly had it right. We want to talk about steroids in baseball. Kangaroo court. It's a kangaroo court. No, really, though, like, I don't know why that they should be so strict about that. If they're going to pay them the kind of money that they pay them, 
and they're going to, you know, seriously, just you want to make the game interesting. You're going to pay out this money. Don't you want to make something relative back? Have the game be more interesting. And interesting is a shit ton of offense. Yeah. The NFL knew that. The NFL restructured all their rules one by one to make it so much easier for the, the offense to happen. Unless you smoke weed, then you're fucked. Oh, yeah. You can't be smoking weed, which is why the N NBA, as always, is ahead of the curve. NHL, it, it, it makes NHL me nuts. For a couple of years. It, make, it makes me nuts. And you know what? Who else? Uh, so the UFC finally, finally, just like within the last couple of weeks. So guess what? Weed's not part of the protocol anymore. You can do weed. It's not a performance yeah. enhancer. Like no, it's not at all. Instead of getting addicted to fucking painkillers. Opioids. It's opioids or it's going a little bit more of a holistic route with marijuana. So, But I think it's crazy that they didn't, uh, they didn't elect any of these guys. I, I said that Schilling should be in. I'm not bummed that they didn't put him in. I don't understand why you don't put those guys in. I, I, at least one. It, at least up. one. I mean, Clemens, Bonds, and Schilling, and nobody in got in. Because we stupid bullcrap. Every Yeah, but guess what? Again, again, this is symptomatic. It's symptomatic. We are speaking about the writers. And the and the writers are voting on guys that did steroids. We don't like those. They're bad for our get. No, the steroid guys were the best thing that ever happened to your game. Don't That's get it twisted. Interested after the strike was that home run? Sorry, were ratings not the highest after that? No. Like for years, like Manny and Ortiz. Unfortunately, steroid guys, but it's not the end of the world. I don't. I don't put like like. If I'm going to put a shade on the marker that I'm going to circle those guys in, it's not Jet Black. Yeah, I don't classify Ortiz as like a steroid guy. Yeah. I mean, he hit the ball. It's not like he was out there just no, no. crazy athlete. Yeah, See, this is the thing God. about baseball. See, the thing about baseball and steroids, you you it can help you get the bat through the strike zone quicker, but your eyesight doesn't get any better. Your sense of things doesn't get any better. There's a lot of things hitting. And I, I will always come back to this I agree. hitting a baseball from a hardest pitcher the is the hardest thing. Scientifically, it's the hardest it's the thing the hardest in the entire thing in possible world of sports. When it comes to sports, hitting a, a, a crazy pitch off of a very talented pitcher. And you know what? If he's on steroids and you're on steroids, Everybody's on the same field. You're, it's a level playing field. If everybody's like, doing hey, it, I'm gonna. You have this little tiny little stick. It's about two inches wide. I'm gonna hurl this little tiny well, four inch surface diameter ball at you, and you're gonna hit it. And it's going ninety miles an hour. It's insane. Yeah, so, I mean, scored short handed, by the way. Beautiful, I said the beautiful. Score, but it was under the radar. But, but, but when we're when 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 we're, when we're gonna break it when, down when like that? Hit, no, like the the focus. Blue Jackets two zero. Oh snap! Oh baby. Either way, I think it's crazy they didn't induct anybody, but I thought we should mention that. I thought I thought we should mention that. Yeah, yeah, it's that's some horseshit right there. Yeah, yeah, Bill Crat. Like it. Um talk about some weird shit that happened in the major league baseball uh transactions. Have you seen trading Adam Ottavino to the Red Sox. Yankees and Red Sox almost never make trades. They liked him that much that they would trade him yeah. within the division to their direct rival. Yeah, they think yeah. a lot of him. He must not be that good. Cash. And, and or a player to be named later. Yeah, still. The, 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 the Jets don't do deals with the Patriots for a reason. Same why the Red Sox don't do deals with the Yankees for a reason. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Might have been a WWE kind of thing. He fucked up backstage. He did something wrong. He rubbed, you know, he 
walked on an elevator and he felt some guy's material and the guy didn't like it. The guy had him ripped out just like George Costanza did. You know, the guy had the job two minutes later. He doesn't have a job. He's fired. You're shipped out for a toaster and, you know, a bag of peanuts. So we'll see what happens. You know what I mean? But hopefully he comes out good for us. Purple monkey dishwasher. Uh, we'll see. Especially and for that purple monkey dishwasher remark. Last thing on uh, MLBPA, rejecting the universal DH and expanded playoffs for this year. Yeah, of course not, because they have no sense of where their sport is at and how close they are to losing their market share. It's unbelievable how baseball cannot get out of their own way. I, I understand that a lot of the rules and the things they, pro they they propose were not things that we talked about this. We, we you know, we, we went around the table, you know, fervently arguing about this with the universal DH and blah, 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 and the pitch cloud. But really, your teams and your organizations and your – I mean, I know that's a, that sounds like a, a synonym that I'm saying that. But either way, the sport as a whole needs to take notice that your games are too long – they're not as entertaining as they – they're probably the least entertaining that they've ever been, especially when you put the review and the challenges and all this nonsense. You're making the games longer. There's there's everything that they're doing is detracting from the, the overall large appeal of the game. What's, what, am I, what am I looking for? What, oh, there's a phrase I'm looking for. It's a like mass appeal. You're, you're losing any kind of chance at mass appeal that you have. It's not America's pastime anymore. That is football. But you're losing every little bit because every everything is about money and everything's about being, we can't change what we've done because that's what we've always done. You know, that's like the number one rule in business. The worst thing you can do is look at a process and say, well, this is the best way to do it just because this is the way we've always done it. That's the opposite of what you're supposed to do. Break down the process. Business, it's the world. the world. You adapt and you evolve or you die. Break it's like what uh, Henry Ford once said. He goes, if I had asked people what they wanted, they would have said faster horses. Here's the thing, though. Henry right, Ford right. didn't invent the automobile. He, I, was I just, care. I he just, invented well, the most. The quote's correct. He invented. No, I'm saying, but he still. Right I just want to say, I found this out the other day. He didn't actually. Piece of shit, but I just want. Yeah, to exactly. He didn't actually invent it. He just came up with the most affordable one. That's all. Just saying. Just throw, yeah. Just a misconception there. The automo car. We're not going to get into Henry. We uh, we definitely don't need to get into Henry Ford right now. That's like the opposite of something we should do. All right, so let's uh, move on because we're, uh, you know, because we like to be the most depressing sports show as well as the loudest sports show. Uh, today, the day that we're recording this, uh, January 26th, uh, one year ago today was uh, Kobe Kobe Bryant's helicopter crash. My brother, rest in peace. We still love um, you. Every day. I didn't want to watch anything today. I didn't feel like getting emotional. And every, yep, I avoided it at all costs. And just as the same as last year, because I think it was the same day last year, yeah. upcoming, upcoming Royal Rumble match. Everything that happens, every shot taken, every person coming out will result in a little bit of pour out for Kobe Bryant. May rest in peace. As 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 it as it should, Kobe uh, on the on the court, Kobe was. Uh, you can't say nothing. Every shot thrown in the trash will be Kobe. assassin. Assassin. I mean, let's let's ignore off the court for this uh, specific. You didn't even have to mention it. Mamba mentality. Mamba mentality, baby. That's you have it. to root forward. Let's you, go. You, you have to. Keep that off the court stuff with the majority of athletes. That's just a thing. Not to mention it though. It's just not, I, yeah. No, no even to bring it up. It sucks. It was him and his daughter. You know, the family seems to be doing fine. It was everybody good. Everybody else, rest in peace. Thank you. Know, yep. Shout out to all the families. Yeah, there was like fourteen people on that. On yeah. that. Yeah. That was a tough day for a lot of families. 
Shout out to a lot of that, everyone there. Let's move to a little bit uh, brighter news. Jalen Brown set an NBA record in their uh, 141-103 win over the Cavaliers, scoring 33 points in 19 minutes. Never been done before. Oh, Jesus. You said you still would have traded him, Dave. I'd trade him now. Now's the best time to trade him. Get him out of here. No, no. That's a great game. No, that's an amazing game. Nobody's done that. Nobody. That's an awesome awesome feat. Yeah, no, that's crazy. It was amazing. It's almost two points a minute. That's so efficient. It's crazy. Looked easy, too. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Kyrie rejoined the Nets, and they gave up 147. Five back to back. Who? Keep your hate talk to a minimum here. They did lose to the who? Cavaliers, who are the worst uh, offense in the league, proving that their defense is not worst. that great. I'm not but but when you watch the game, Colin Sexton was just an absolute. If I'm going to go back to earlier, Terminator guy played out of his freaking mind. And you know what? I didn't bet the first game. The second yeah. game, I said, oh, my God, there's no way no, they're going to lose again to the Cavaliers. And they freaking did. It was unreal. Big Shout out to the Cavaliers. They played really well. Hey, don't come up they here with that nonsense because my second game is way better than his. No, second played unbelievable. Two points in two no, games. I agree. Terrible defense. It was um, it was inexcusable. Inexcusable. They've played pretty well yeah. since. It'll take they some time. Come, they've won their last two, but the reason they won the first game against Miami, because Harden did yeah. shit. Jack, no Jimmy Harden. Butler and no um, Tyler Hero, though, as well, so in that right. win. And Joe Harris went out of his mind because uh, Harden was 0 for 5 from 3. Harden did nothing. Harris scored like 23, I think. Uh, kind of saved them. Uh, so the Nets are 2-2. Two and two. Uh, to get into some of these standings, I, I found some of these numbers interesting. The Lakers have the best road record. Yeah, they in- haven't lost a game. I don't know. They're ten and zero, but they're four and four at home. Yeah, the Lakers don't have fans. Every time LeBron goes on the on the on the road, he has fans and he loves it. He plays amazing. No, they're fine. No. They're fourteen and four. They're fourteen and four. They're fine. They the best record in the NBA. They're good. <laughs> The seven LeBron, LeBron has played every game of the season. That's not an excuse. Are nine and that, that's not an excuse. They're the best rec- well, road they record. Fans, yeah, so when he plays on the road, there's fans, and he plays better. I'm just saying. Well, anyways, the uh, the 76ers are nine and one at home. Uh, best Twelve and six, though. Twelve and six, though. Yep. They have fans. Five away. Philly has fans. Uh, the Bucks are. Everybody has fans. The Bucks no, are no, 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 no. Bucks are not number two right now, though. I didn't I, say that. I oh, said the Bucks are seven and two. Oh, okay. Home. I thought you said they were number two. No, I think three and four. On, I'm giving you records, so if you let me let me finish my sentence before you start jumping in. I just misheard you. That's all. Relax over there. At home, three and four on the road. Now in the East, there are only two teams with winning road records. It would be the Celtics at five and four. And the Pacers at four and two. Who cares about road records? What is that even? That's like the least. Well, if you are you have to be able to go on the road and play well on the road in order to get where you want to get. Yeah, but everybody plays better at home than on the road, so you're going to have probably, most likely, you're going to have a better, like a, a worse. Lot of these people are playing worse at home than on the road. They are, but I mean, that's like just, the Lakers. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Only one. Yeah, but. Generally, in any sport, you're going to play better at home. Right. That's road. why I'm bringing it up because guys, uh, teams aren't playing that great on the road. Yeah, like that's know. the whole point. Yeah. Um, there are a couple of notable winning. Are teams. playing good is what you're saying. 
Uh, the Celtics are. You said aren't, but I think you meant are. No, I'm saying yeah, a lot of too, teams. Say too because it was brought up. We we talked we talked about Jalen Brown. I'm I'm mix, I'm really excited about how he's playing. I, he's playing a lot better than I thought. Tatum's he, been out. Let's just relax. Yo, no, Tatum's dope Tatum too. wasn't even there though. That's why right. Brown's been taking I, all the shots. No, no, I think that he's really making a conceited effort to really try to say, listen. But I'm, he's the best. He's like, the only one out there. Tatum, he's doing it. He's the leader of the team. Kemba's been hurt. Tatum's hurt, so it's like literally Tatum's just not been out there for a bit, but he's missed the like, last few games when he did his what right. his, his awesome stuff. So he's not going to have those same opportunities when Tatum's there. Well, no, the, the, the record breaking thing, yes, he did that with Tatum off the floor, right? He did take a lot less shots, but, but he's not, not going to get the it's same. It's not looks. as though he hasn't been scoring and doing damn good. He won. He's, he's been the leading scorer even with Tatum there. Boston's the number two team in the East. They're, They're ten and he, six. He's performing, I think, way. Uh, above expectations. I love it. You know, I want to talk about the Utah I Jazz. I think the well, Utah I was, Jazz. I was about to get to that. I was going to say there wow, are two, see? There are two notable uh, winning streaks in the NBA right now. The Clippers have won seven straight, but the Jazz have won eight, even though they lost Donovan Mitchell for uh, punching guys in the balls yesterday. Wait, that was... That was not Donovan Mitchell. That was Jamal Murray of the Denver Nuggets against. Oh, the okay, Denver my Denver. mistake. My mistake. My mistake. You you confuse NBA guys. Eric Gordon, Aaron Gordon, Aaron Blair. Well, it was, for those guys, it's just the name all the time. I always yeah, confuse. No, I know. Yeah, name. no. Uh, Donovan Mitchell's been playing great. Shaq actually said he doesn't think he's going to be a good player, which is wicked. Yeah, Shaq talked shit to him. Wicked fucked up. Uh, Jazz have been playing unbelievable. They're twelve and four. I've been winning money on them. They've just been blowing people out, winning close games. They're doing everything. Honestly, I really like that team. Gobert got his money. Mitchell's going to get his money. Is so, Gobert? Yeah, Gobert. Um, they're actually third in the East, but I mean the West. I'm sorry. Clippers are probably going to lose tonight, though. There's Kawhi and Paul George just not playing. Just not playing tonight. Low management. It's, it's, I mean, I get it because what the way the season started, Low but management. like you said, they're on a streak, dude. Why are you going to like just play another game? You're on a streak right now. You want to risk that just to, you know what I mean? You can't play like half a game. Guess Won't manage in game like LeBron. He's missed zero games. Guess what? Football in year 18, he's going to be an MVP. Football player wouldn't do it. I don't know. I just, Hockey player wouldn't do I'm it. I'm just, it's kind of upsets me when a team's playing so well and then their two stars are like, yeah, well, we'll just, this game doesn't matter. Basketball like, players bitches. LeBron half wants to beat Kareem. LeBron, the, yeah, you know, you're right. The makes the playoffs. LeBron, well, it's even more now because they're doing the play. So in. bad. They're doing the play. Well, half the league makes the makes the playoffs in uh, NFL now. In, yeah, in, but well, no, I was gonna say hockey as well. Pretty much NFL, honestly. No, not too. NFL. Almost, NFL yeah, they added the they added one. teams on though. It's fourteen. I mean, it's. No, they took away two buys and they added two teams. They added two teams, so fourteen instead of twelve teams. So you, I mean, it's almost half There's the only league. Two buys, though. It's making but it doesn't hard. matter. You added teams. You no, said it's half the league. It's buys. more. It's just about less than half the league. It's only half one half team half in each division half. got a, got a buy. Like yeah, that's so what he's trying so to that's say. The only, yeah, instead, no, the, of two, instead I, of the top two seeds, it was the the so the number. I get one it. Team. I get it. But it's two teams less it's than half to the make league it in basketball. That's why they do it. That's why they do it. But they well, make You're right. These two shouldn't be sitting this game. When you're on a streak and your team's trying to catch some fire. Pops texted me earlier. Pops is hot. Pops has hit his last three bets. Pops is like 200-something dollars plus. He's been hitting everything. He hit his last two, actually four bets because he had the football games on the weekend and of last night. And he's texted me earlier. He goes, Clippers, I love the Clippers. said, Pops, you know, Paul George and Kawhi's not playing. He goes, oh, well, forget that. You know, it kind of, it sucks, dude. So the point that Dave's making too, and this isn't, you know, this is nothing that anybody can possibly deny here. 
the gambling community in sports and professional sports, you shouldn't diss the gambling community. When you have a team with several superstars that you're banking on being there and they go, ah, you know, it was like a late flight last night, so they're not going to play. Like, that's crazy. You're screwing the gambling community. You can't. And your that. teammates. If you, okay, yes, the teammates, but I'm talking the overall large scheme of things. If you isolate the gambling community, that's a bad thing. Because Vegas loses and the billionaires lose. And they're playing bad. the Hawks. You can't do Hawks it. are a good team. So, right. And it just says out. Even it more. doesn't even give a reason. It As just says out. And Pat Beverly's hurt. So Pat Beverly's not playing. So who's playing for that Clippers team? I don't know. The competitors I really don't know. that you expect these guys to be. That's, Three starters that's out, man. That's So you know your teammate's hurt. We and he's out. You're going to sit out a game too. Now you have three starters. Ah, oh, man. I don't know. And the just... Patriots did it. Sam Sedge did it. No, the Patriots did it when they go, oh, Tom Brady's not here. Oh, you know what? Like, COVID. I'm not going to play this You know season. what? It kind of – sometimes <laughs> sometimes resting players is a good thing, like the Chiefs. Of course Kelsey, it is. Kelsey could have got a record, and he said, you know what? I'm going to rest because that's what my coach wants us to do. Mahomes could have gotten hurt. Yeah, well, that too. Mahomes could have tried to go in for MVP, and he said, you know what? The team is more important. I'm going to – he, he already was an MVP. He'd rather go back to back Super Bowl. Exactly. And he wanted he knew the team is more important. Kelsey knew the team. They put the team ahead the of themselves. The situation dictates that though, and the athlete dictates that. So sometimes it's good. This situation I'm saying is not. Three the, goals in the Panthers Blue Jackets game in still the first period. The dude, NBA players Islanders are becoming as soft as MLB players. And then with the MLB players, the softness goes up to the union. And everybody else, and they're shooting themselves in the foot. They don't realize Trey that. Berkman, third baseman, sore thumb. He's going to be out three and a half weeks. Oh, yeah. It's freaking ridiculous. Clay Buckholz took a nap with his daughter and his neck stiff. He's not going to be there for a couple months. Stiff yet. neck. Yeah, he'll they, be out for three weeks, yeah. Tom. How do you feel about that? For, he was out for two months. And how's this? Uh, Cole Beasley just played on a broken fucking leg in the AFC Championship. No way. Yeah. Wow. Dude, guys are playing with torn this and ripped that. Like, do you uh, have you ever heard, Dave? Have you ever heard of uh, or Dan too? Have you ever heard of Jack Youngblood? Do you know who that is? I know the name. Jack Youngblood. I know, well, for judging by what you just said, I believe he played with an injury. Was he the guy that was banging Boomhauer's wife? No, Jack Youngblood played was a defensive lineman for the Rams. Shaking Jesus. Uh, broke. Uh, broke his shin. Like it was sticky. He had a compound fracture of his shin. Taped it up and went back Taped out. It up, it it up. Wait, wait, wait. Taped it up. Finished the regular season game. Then two playoff games and the Super Bowl on a taped up broken fucking leg. Did he win? No, they lost to the Steelers. Oh, hey, he made it. They, they make different levels of athlete. Like Jack Youngblood, right? Sabu. Rest. I was dude. I was just gonna Sabu. say Sabu. What he? What did he do? Tear his bicep in a match? He didn't. He oh, did. my bicep is torn. What should no. I do? He not. He did not oh. just. Okay. So generally, tape. Generally, when you hear about someone tearing a bicep, it's inside. It was a barbed wire match with Terry Funk, sliced and the his man arm open. sliced his bicep open on barbed wire. Took a, some trainer's tape, taped it up, and finished the match. So not even that. And won. Not even that. There was another match he had. Taped it up. He broke his, his jaw. Was open. He broke his jaw. His okay. Halfway through off. the match. And I had already seen him tape up his biceps. So jokingly, I said to Anthony, my longtime, you know, 
longtime friend, hetero, hetero life mate, whatever. Uh, I said, listen, how hilarious would it be if he just taped his head up? Because that's just what he does. The mofo goes and grabs tape and tape his mouth shut around his hair. He had long hair. Taped his jaw shut and finished the mouth. His jaw was literally broken. It's unbelievable, that guy. There's some people. NBA players are becoming as soft as uh, MLB players. It's very disappointing. I will will say, though, uh, in the NFL, quarterbacks are getting soft. Because remember Cam Newton not jumping on that fumble? In the Super Bowl, that same that game, him. Thomas Davis, yeah. right? But that same game, Thomas Davis was playing with a broken arm. Linebacker, right? Yep. Yeah. Well, sometimes yep. they can cast it up and put it in a good thing. He don't have to throw nothing. He just can get that yeah, big ball. Just, thing. You know, running full speed and smashing into that big ball thing. Cast. He can wear a cast. No, no, no. It was. He didn't break his thumb. It wasn't like the guy. No, no, no. The quarterback can't wear a cast and play. It's a little bit different for quarterbacks. They always he, will play. He didn't have a – he had a cast on his forearm. He broke his forearm and right. was back playing in the Super Bowl. Just locked in a uh, – just locked in a parlay live. Just want to call it real quick. What, what was it? College. Ohio played Western Michigan. I had him given 13. They won by 23. And my favorite NCAA team, do you know? The Islanders, the Newark Islanders. I thought it was somebody from UMass, but no. No, no. My favorite college team from Richmond, the Spiders. Quick shout out to the Spiders from Richmond, dominating St. Joe's 79 to 56. The UC Santa Cruz banana slugs or the University of Flagstaff fighting artichokes. I do like those. I do like the Horn Frogs, uh, TCU. I'm a fan of the Penn State Nittany Lions. I do have a, uh, you know, I do love the, um, oh my God, there was another one the other day. There were the, uh, it was like an angry bird of some sort. I'm not sure. Was it the red one or the blue ones that split up? It was a blue, I forget who it was. But anyways, quick, uh, Quick parlay like, hit. So just wanted to update you, uh, you fan. I know you're clamoring for that. So so uh, I want to I want to just uh, before we get into uh, before we get into uh, wrestling and the NFL, I just want to remind people that we are still running our Super Bowl squares. We have about half of them left, uh, and to uh, give folks, we finally got some of the prizes in the mail. We have a J.C. Jackson signed and authenticated Patriots mini helmet. Signed and authenticated. You got the sticker on the back. Insert in the box. We have signed and authenticated Damian Williams Chiefs helmet. Also a mini. I'll be right back. My personal favorite, the uh, Russ Francis inscribed Aloha and 1976 Rookie of the Year uh, Patriots throwback helmet. This is a guy who, uh, if you are not familiar, he wore number 81 before uh, Randy Moss did. This is authenticated with with the sticker and the uh, certificate by TriStar. All of these have been uh, authenticated by me. Uh, Well, not by me. By you? Like, oh, good. I I went to the sites and made sure they were legit. Like, I got... I got you the double uh, check the certification. Yeah, I, I went he to certified uh, the certification. <laughs> these, these two are JSA and uh, the Russ Francis is uh, TriStar. We've got a couple more things on the way. So, uh, you know, we're just waiting on waiting on some shipments. But you're going to have the option of uh, if you win in the first quarter, you can get uh, one of the Patriots helmets or a mystery box, and I'm going to put the mystery box together from my own 
collection, and I've got some specialty helmets that I'm going to put in there. Uh, second quarter is that Chiefs helmet. Third quarter will be Patriots or Mystery Box. Because uh, not everybody's a Patriots fan, so I want to give people other options. And fourth quarter will be a Tampa Bay Buccaneers helmet. Uh, I'm also looking to procure a couple of jerseys. So you'll have the option to uh, pick up pick up jerseys or helmets. And if you do not win any of the uh, quarters or if we end up going into overtime, um, if you do not win one of those four to five prizes, there will be a wheel spin for whatever's left over. Uh, hopefully a few things at the end for anyone who did not win. So even if you participate, you are uh, in, you're in a, you're in a drawing to win. So 10 bucks a square. We um, max of five per person. We've still got a bunch left. So come on in, uh, help us out. I've been using it to uh, get some of these awesome prizes. And uh, the faster we get this filled up, the faster I can get more prizes. So yay, come yay. shit. Like this is this is some good stuff. Like these are uh, these are quality, and if especially if you live around here, I'll I'll deliver it to you. You don't have to worry about it. But this is going to be the last contest we're running for a while, so you're going to want to get in on it because it's the last time we're going to be giving away free stuff. I might even get some Flutie flakes to give away. Who knows? But uh, yeah, that's what uh, that's what we got going on. So Dan, why don't you fill us in on uh, what's going on in the world of wrestling? Oh, we know what week it is. It's Rumble Week, baby. Other than WrestleMania week, this is one of the better weeks of the year, building up to probably the best weekend of the year. And, you know, as always, I do have to commend the WWE as if you're going to oh, yeah. put this weekend in between the AFC and NFC championships and the Super Bowl, you're going to have the Royal Rumble on this week. It's perfect. So I'm, I'm pretty jacked up. You know, it's, it's a beautiful thing because when you get to this week, it always brings you right back and you want to start going back and watching some of the old uh, Rumble matches. Uh, not only the, the, the actual 30-man slash one-time 40-man over-the-top Rumble matches, but also the other matches that happened on those cards. Like, I watched uh, – what did I watch? I, I'm going to – Dave – has not seen what I watched, but what do you think was the match that I went back to? Probably the best Rumble match of all time. Singles, one-on-one -on -one championship match. While you're thinking about that, let me interject real quick because our uh, Russ Francis once took part in one of those 20-man battle royales back in the back day. Back in the day, yep. When they had the uh, the NFL guys against the WWE, I think I think uh, his dad, him the refrigerator Perry, was also in one of these as well. Later on, yeah, but yeah, yeah his dad was a promoter, so he he uh, played in one of the uh, one uh, played he uh, he participated in one of the uh, Royal Rumbles or just a battle royal. I don't know if it, obviously it wasn't Royal Rumble because that didn't start to like the nineties. That Royal Rumble, the first one was in eighty eight with. 12 guys the second one the second one was under duress so this is kind of a funny thing about the they second royal rumble it was, so was the they they one. did they did it in 88 and it was hacksaw that won it yes and they first did one. and again vince vince mcmahon hated, hated the idea it. hated it it was hated it was it. pat patterson who passed away just a few months ago may rest Tell him stupid idea pat. so in, in a boardroom when WWE still had a uh, WWF at the time, room. and they still had a partnership with NBC, you had Vince, Vince McMahon, you had Vince McMahon, Pat Patterson, and Dick Ebersol in a room. Vince's 
And again, so they said, what are we going to do for this special we have coming up? And you know what? Again, just like Dave said, tell them your stupid idea. So Pat Patterson, who was the first Intercontinental Championship, or how oh, I did this last week you too. Him the championship. <laughs> He's not a belt. Man. He's not a belt, Mike. So Pat Patterson, first Intercontinental Champion of all time, pitched he won the in idea. A overseas, just yeah, like, he won in a quote-unquote sure. tournament. They didn't just hand it to him and make Anyways, it up. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> they they did the first one eighty-eight. Vince still hated it. In 89, they did it again because, again, Patterson pitched it to Ebersol, who loved it and said, you know what? This would be a really good way to highlight a bunch of people, keep a lot of suspense. This would be a good thing to put on TV. Come on. Come on. So all the when she does this, it's the it taxes costs, thing. Yeah. It's the yeah. taxes. Yeah. That's the taxes. what that means. The taxes. <laughs> you can't put a price on your children's future. Yeah. Well, I didn't think so either, but here we are. But so yeah, so basically, yeah, it, it's 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 a wonderful match. My favorite is either '92 or '08. I think, Pat, I know you know '92. I remember we were little kids. British Bulldog wins, doesn't he? Who won in '92? '92 wasn't it the oh. Warrior? Oh no, Hogan. Warrior never won it. It was Rick oh, Flair. No. Oh, Flair won in '91. Flair won in 92, came in at number three. And you know what? I, like I, I talked about this with Dave. 95 was Michaels when he skinned the cat and almost in, in uh, yeah, yeah, that was the first time. But it was it was unbelievable, though. Seriously, like that. I remember when, when dad told us, like, we didn't know, and somebody else got the pay per view and he got a call right after Uncle it. Nick. It was like, oh, it was Uncle our ass. Yeah, Uncle Nick, he, he talked to dad, but. Yeah, Royal Rumble week. I, I'm I'm ecstatic. I could go on about this for days, but you know, uh, another big thing. I mean, this is one of maybe the last pay per view that's going to be strictly exclusively on the WWE Network because now they are moving to Peacock out yep. of nowhere. I have Peacock, which is crazy because yeah, I mean, I I don't understand. So anybody paying attention at home, the whole slogan about the WWE Network is that you can get all the pay-per-views and all the old stuff for only $9.99. That was the big thing. Vince said it. Triple H said it. Stephanie said it. Shane said it. Everybody pitched that $9.99 home. And now, not only can you go and watch AP Bio now. AP Bio. AP Bio, very underrated show. But I can also watch all the... Wrestling pay per views and look at all the old uh, pay per views for four ninety nine. What'd you say about AP Bio? Glenn Howerton. Oh, okay, yeah, no, it's a good show. I love it. Yeah, I like the Mick too, but they canceled it. Mick sucks, oh, but yeah, there was something else that brought us to AP Bio other than Glenn Howerton. <laughs> it was a good show, good show. But either way, they're moving over to the pe- uh, Peacock, which is it's kind of weird. It's you know it's half the price, and they're making like two billion dollars off of this deal. So just another revenue stream for WWE to put up. But the thing that's that's curious to me is that I, I haven't seen it covered anywhere. And I'm kind of it, it seems kind of odd. Like I, they paid a lot of money to have the libraries of a lot of other companies, WCW, ECW, um, uh, Reliant. A, a lot of, there's a lot of different companies that they paid to have the rights to their programming, and now they're all going to be available over there. And when this contract runs up, are they still going to own them? Do they own? I don't know. It's kind of odd. So that's you have, have to sign a new contract. It's like the Disney Disney uh, Sony thing with Spider Man. Like it's it's like are they renting the rights to their stuff 
but can the video libraries of all these other companies pretty much that they didn't originally own it's it's crazy so i you know we'll see what happens but either way i'm gonna have to pay five nine or 4.99 rather than 9.99 and i also get a it's ton of other content time. it's not the end of the world it oh, could yeah. it could be worse I, I although i hear there's commercials which i'm not a big fan of but you know we'll see what happens but uh, another thing that happened yesterday rod mcmahon passes away age 77 vince mcmahon's brother okay i didn't know who that was which is kind of crazy because their mother is still alive. She's like 102 and still plays tennis. That really kind of tells a little bit to Vince McMahon's genes is how, you know, how he can be 80 years old and still like outwork a lot of the guys on the roster. <laughs> like when it comes to working out, I remember hearing a, a story about him and I probably told this on here before about him traveling with Chris Jericho right. from, from a different country and they're coming over overseas and they drank all night. Him and, Jericho and McMahon drinking all night, just partying, loving life. And they reach the ground. They're still buzzing. And when McMahon asks Jericho what he's doing as soon as he gets off the plane, he's like, um, I'm going to sleep. What are you talking about? He's like, I'm going to work out, pal. Come on. And he and he he didn't do it. And two hours later, he took he slept for two hours, woke up, and all these messages from Vince about pictures and shit about what he's doing in the gym. He's an unstoppable machine. He might not be human. The genes in his family are incredible. I can't believe one of them died at 77, but Rod, rest in peace. Uh, I so my workout up at the Rumble. We have um, we have KO going to be fighting uh, Roman Reigns, which I'm pretty excited about. They finally gave him a little retribution. Oh, Vince, Vince, Vince is insane. He doesn't, well, he doesn't believe in sleeping. He doesn't sleep for eight hours. Eight hours sleep is not a thing that Vince McMahon does. I get eight hours a week. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's like an hour here, an hour there. Like he takes like power naps, like all day. So he's one of these guys that if somebody had something they needed to talk about him or talk to him about, if it was late at night, three in the morning, he's awake, four in the morning. He's Just awake. don't sneeze in front of me. As long as you don't sneeze or eat your steak before me, we're Fine, or else you're fired. But uh, yeah, Edge Edge put himself in the Royal Rumble, which I'm excited about. Which which sucks because la last year the surprise of Edge coming into the Rumble was awesome, and I remember being in a room full of people. You know, this is about the last time that we're going to be able to look back at something and go, "Hey, last year at this time we were in a room full of people and the crowd went crazy like we're getting close to that time where nothing within the last year will have had that happen." So, hopefully yeah, we kind of reset that soon, weeks. but I mean that's 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 the global <laughs> bastard. That's the covid. That's what we do. It's unfortunate. I I, I got to say some some of the kids are handling it better than others. Emma's killing it, which I love, but uh Edge is in there. KO's fighting Reigns, which I like. He put him through a table the other night. He finally got a little bit of retribution. He's been getting his ass kicked. Um, yeah, I know. No pun intended. But uh, I love the whole Reigns heel thing. He orchestrated a match between Adam Pierce and uh, Paul Heyman because he made fun of Paul Heyman. He's like, oh, if he disrespects you, he's just disrespecting me by proxy pretty much. And we can't, ha we can't have that. So he like made this match. As though he was thinking that Paul Heyman was going to beat up Adam Pierce, former NWA champion, former TNA wrestler, former NWA wrestler. It wasn't going to happen, but you know they pulled something. And, oh, my knee hurts and I can't go, and that's what the contract is, and blah blah blah. It was it was it was interesting. It was it was you know decently played. 
So I love what they're doing with Reigns. He's this sniveling heel, but the cool thing about having a sniveling heel like Reigns is that not only is he that guy, but he's also like a really like big, jack, dangerous ass kicker. So he kind of literally covers every heel base. Like he's going to go the underhanded route, but if that doesn't work, he's still bigger than you and better than you is going to make it happen, which is pretty – it's pretty awesome. So I, I don't think Reigns loses, although, Jesus, Kevin Owens could really use a rub. And and I've, I've thought about this a bunch. You know, Pat picked Reigns as his uh, Royal Rumble pick last week, which would be cool if something happened earlier in the night that would, you know, cost him the championship. So that'd be, that'd be pretty cool. Um, so that's kind of where we are on the SmackDown side. What'd you make? What'd you got? Just made a crazy good bet. What you got? Wow. Uh, what is it? I mean, I forgot. It was, uh, Let me get this straight. You took all the money you made merchandising your name and bet against the Harlem Globetrotters? I, I thought they were due. Both really good impressions. No, I got Drake College. I don't know where they're from, what they're doing. They're thirteen and zero. They're disgusting, and they're playing Missouri State. Is actually nine and one. They're from Toronto. Maybe that's true. I got Drake given three in UConn. They say given five. UConn's at home playing Butler, who's five and seven, in the UConn over, which is only a hundred and twenty-two. That's that's seventy to seventy-three to fifty in one college is in Des Moines, Iowa. Des Moines, Iowa. Though those Iowa's Iowa is filthy in basketball right now. Iowa State. Iowa, Iowa has Luca Garza, the next future NBA star, unless he wants to stay another year in college, which he might. He's averaging thirty a game. And uh after and, Dave's puts his money in his team, he's gonna be looking at his bookie and saying, I owe as you a bunch of money. No, no, no. It's twenty-five. <laughs> it's only twenty-five dollars. I couldn't believe it. I had to just lock it in. As I was making the bet, the lock line it. changed it. up. So I got Drake minus three, Yukon minus five in the over. Twenty-five for a hundred and fifty dollars. Oh my goodness. I like that bet. Wow. Unreal. Like so I'll let you know next week how that turns out. I like that bet. That would make my week right there. That's I like it. that bet. Good, and then you can uh, you can buy the uh, Jarvis Landry helmet from me. Well, I can buy that or some uh, some stands for you that you need. You know what I mean? Either way, but I mean, I just I, you know I need to got to up my capitals right here. I got to up my assets, so we'll see what happens. Dave's talking in real technical terms. So yeah, that's basically we're on SmackDown. Uh, Dynamite was fantastic. Uh, it almost lost me at the beginning. I'll be honest. You know, as as a big AEW guy, what is it not fantastic? It's usually I've never, I've never no, heard no. You say it's not fantastic you one time. You didn't listen to what I said right after that. No, it was a fantastic show, but they almost lost me within the first match. So, so after they did the birthday party for Negative One, which is Brody Lee's son, I said that's fine. I like that they're doing that. But what they did was bring out a cake, big old cake, which means, Dave, what what does it mean? Someone's inside. Not, no, no, it's, it wasn't that big, but what's going to happen? Someone's going to smash through. Yes, the cake's going to get smashed up. Something's going to happen with the cake. So right away, you knew something was going to happen with the cake. <sighs> it was nice to see him out there. And then they proceeded to parade out there, Luther and Serpentico. You know who those guys are? Nope. Yeah, most nobody, no, most nobody does, and I and I know who these guys are from the Warriors. I, David Patrick Kelly. Yeah, yeah, right. No, 
<laughs> but I'm like, they're bringing out Luther and Serpentico. So Luther's like a friend of Jericho's who was a, a Chinese deathmatch guy for or Japanese deathmatch guy from way back in the day. Luther Serpentico, Serpentico, you never even know if it's the same guy behind the mask, along with the hybrid two. The hybrid That's two, a cool I, name, though. Uh, yeah. Serpentico is a cool name. I like the And then they had a, then, then they had the tag team, the hybrid two, who I like. I like TH2. Jack Evans and Angelico, they're dope. But these other two guys, I'm like, it's one of the only times that I ever agree with Jim Cornette and go, why the hell are these guys on television? They should not. One guy can't like, he has to bend over at the hip to throw a punch instead of like jumping on a guy on the ground and beating him up because like his body's so jacked up because he did so much stupid stuff. So it's like, why are you putting this guy on television? Fine, whatever. And then they were against the Dark Order. And I like some of the Dark Order guys. And God damn it. I'm like, oh, God. I don't – I'm like, I've never – this is the first time they almost lost me. So you got TH2, who I, I like, along with, you know, Luther and Serpentico. And then you got the Dark Order. But then it was a, 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 an eight-man tag, and they brought out Adam Hangman Page. Terminator and boy, 2, Dark Fate, what did you say? When they brought – when they brought me, that brought me right back, and I said, "Oh God, this might actually be good." And they brought out Hangman Page, and boy, did he he actually up the ante like crazy. I love Hangman Page; he will be the guy that beats Kenny Omega for the championship at some point. At some point, Boo. Page is awesome. Boo, whatever you don't know what the, the hell you're no talking about. Page yeah, and he ain't it. Yeah, Page is it. No, he Page, ain't it. Page is it. So. It was nice. It was fun. They had the birthday party. And, oh, Luther, oh, he got thrown into the cake. What do you know? Somebody got thrown into the cake. So, yeah, everybody's seen that coming from 17 miles away years before the show started. We knew it was going to happen. Cage? Cake. To cage. Sorry, I'm fat. Cage. Um, yeah, you're fat. You're thinking about so, so that, cake? I know. That's weird. That actually is kind of. Yeah. But then, uh, yeah, we had Cody take on a guy. He took on Peter Avalon, who used to be the library, and it was like, bleh, he took way too much offense. They they brought Jade Cargill out, which I like. They're trying to further along this. What's Cargill? Her name is Jade Cargill. she's, She's an advocate for Shaq, who they've already had. Uh, uh, a promo with like Shaq's gonna be involved. It seems like Shaq. they're oh yeah, damn right. It seems like they're building towards it. It seems like they're building towards Shaq versus Cody. And I gotta say, this Jade Cargill girl that they have coming out, yo, I'm not, I'm not, I don't generally find like super jacked, muscly girls all that attractive. But yo, I know this girl could whoop my ass. She, I, she's 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 green as hell. No, she's pretty. China was not pretty. China. Nope, China was not pretty. But she's just cut up. She's shredded. You know, like you know, like uh, Sylvester Stallone when he's a Rambo, he's shredded like Julian Fries. You know what I'm saying? But no, she's cut up. She's unbelievable. She's a physical specimen, so it's cool. And have her be the whole mouthpiece for Shaq, and at some point she's gonna get involved. That's cool. I like that. But the Cody fighting Peter Avalon was garbage. Uh, Moxley fought some other dude. Now I will say he was a jobber. He's appeared on W, uh, you know, uh, Dark. He's this big jacked son of a bitch. He looks like a pirate. Big, big, big dude. And Mox beat him. It was cool, but he also kind of touched on the Omega thing. So it seems like the whole match was more or less 
just a notch in the um I'm gonna send the notch in your belt. No, it was <laughs> not just another notch. Notch in your belt. It was it was I didn't wear a belt. Yeah, beltless. <laughs> it was, you know, again, a, a product of W uh AEW actually holding a little bit of weight on the win-loss record. So that's cool. So Mox went out there against some dude. It wasn't great, but he won the match. He talked about Omega. So it seems like they're, you know, putting him back into the main event picture, which is cool. And I like that. He should be there. Ratings-wise, nobody drew better ratings. It was him and Jericho. Minute for minute, for minute nobody drew better uh, ratings than them. So, you know, numbers don't lie. Jesus Christ, Dave. Um, oh, I, I know Jade Cargill. Oh, dude, she's Jack Shredded Julian Fries, man. She's, she's, so a, she's a cosplayer. That's how I know her. She cosplays Storm. I was gonna say I I don't know who she was cosplaying when you said that. That makes total sense. I love. I've seen her at conventions. She's a physical specimen. She's unbelievable. Yeah, she was also a, a college basketball player. Yeah, so now she's getting paid for wrestling, which is dope. Hey, I like her. And again, she's her again she, she. No, you couldn't. She's taller. Oh, than you like yeah, she's a foot taller than you, easily and and more athletic than you've ever been in your whole life. If you actually added up how athletic you were in like the prime of your life, she's more athletic than you now. She's my height. She's five ten. So, so again, so private party after Four that. Goals, Panthers, Blue Jackets. Dope. We had a we had private party after that. Who's who are now managed by Matt Hardy, which is new character. Pretty awesome. I like what Matt Hardy's doing now. He's basically kind of stealing money from all these guys, which is awesome, and like dupe, duping people into contracts. But he took, you know, he took a. Private party facing top flight, which again, I've talked about top flight. They're up and coming is one of these things you say, you know, I they're, I think they're a far off from being seasoned, but these dudes are 19 and 21. They're brothers. They came from, you know, the bottom of the Indies, you know, fighting with 16 people in a gym and, you know, sending their videos to the young bucks. And now they're up here in AEW in the big leagues on TNT on a weekly basis. It's awesome. I love it. But Private party turned heel on those guys under the tutelage of Matt Hardy. It was great. Oh, they turned heel. So fucking good. And then uh, after that, yeah, randomly, we had Penelope Ford, who is on television, uh, you know, mostly, unfortunately, because, you know, Kip Sabian is is her her, uh, fiancé, and he's with Miro. Miro's getting a push, so all these people are on TV. But she fought this girl named Layla Hirsch, who is 4'11", who is thighs are thicker than dave's whole body she was so damn impressive it was unbelievable this girl was tossing this other girl who had like a foot on her all over the place it was so good i love it they're slowly but surely trying to fortify that women's division and they have a long way to go when it comes to women's division and rest women's divisions in wrestling NXT is better than them. WWE is better than them on both SmackDown and Raw. NWA is better than them. So they are employing some W or NWA talent, but they they will get where they need to be because Britt Baker is going to be the anchor of that division. They just need to get things straightened out, and they will. I have, I have the utmost faith that they will because everything well. else – I mean, they, they all – you know, going from that, you want to fortify a division. <laughs> they they had this awesome segment where, they, where the Young Bucks went to Kenny's house – that's her storm cosplay, by the way. Hold on, hold on. That's uh, yeah, that looks that looks about right. Yeah, that looks about right. Yep. 
She's jacked like a There's mofo, no way man. She's me in basketball wearing those high heels. Yeah, I know. I'm yeah. Sure. I cross her up. Uh, probably not. Wearing those high heels? But, uh, <laughs> nope. I'll cross uh, you up too, old man. Pat's been getting crossed up since he was 12. Yeah, I'll cross up Pat right now. Okay, so 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 next thing next thing we had and I I, I sorry I lost my place there. Anybody I oh oh, oh I crossed no, up no, damn no, real no, quick too. No, the Bucks. So the, so the the Bucks went to see Kenny at his house, but he wasn't there. Only Don Callis was there. Don Callis, who runs TNA and TNA and AEW, still running back and forth with different matches and number one contenders and championships. It's fantastic. I love what they're doing right now because interpromotional wrestling is not something that was done in previous generations because everybody was too butthurt and uh, worried about their spot. Now, this guy can't get paid more than me, and this guy can't be on TV more than me, and I can't lose to this guy, and I can't lose to this guy. All these politicians, it's a little bit different now, which is great, and I like to see that. But the best part about the whole thing was that they went into Kenny's house, and they had a there was a, a painting on the wall. That was a rendering of Kenny and Don Callis. It was their faces on these jacked bodies, kind of like prom holding each other, which was hilarious, which I loved. Just a sidebar. And then basically they made it, they insinuated that the young bucks, because Kenny changes, Kenny changed his number and they didn't tell them. And Callis tried to give them checks, tried to pay them off and said, listen, get out of Kenny's life forever. Take these checks. We'll pay you this money. Just stop talking to him. Leave him out of your life. And they, and not only did they rip the checks up, but they beat up Don Callis as though it was insinuated off camera. So we'll see what happens. Kind of cool. That's a Callis move right there. No, but I'm bummed. Way to work on that. And then in the main event of, of Dynamite, we had the inner circle grudge match between Maxwell Jacob Friedman, MJF, teaming with Chris Jericho, against Proud and Powerful, Santana Ortiz, against Sammy Guevara and Jake Hager, a.k.a. Sammy Hager, who they had Sammy Hagar come on and give his blessings. They had Sammy Hagar on there. I'm, and I'm pretty sure if I had to bet a million... Dude, if I had to bet a million dollars, I'd say it was probably a cameo that they paid him to do. But either way... Sammy Hagar did a give his blessings to Sammy and Hagar, which was pretty funny. But in the end, it was Jericho. That's pretty funny. It was pretty That's goddamn funny. funny. Sammy Hagar did his funny. gave his blessings to Sammy Hagar. I, I love like it. it. He, that's the second time he did a promo for them. Absolutely, it is. Cool. So he he because he knows Jericho. You know they 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 play the in between you guys, so we can actually hear you. Speak. I'm sorry, he's a rock star, baby. No, just put it in more, between. I have, more, I have more to add to this than Dave does. I just yell a lot, so. <sighs> but it was it was really nice. I, I'm glad that that Jericho and uh, MJF won because you know again, as he mentioned to the rest of the gang. When Jericho was not there to hear, hey, if it was up to me, guys, I wouldn't have booked this match. But Jericho is the boss. And that's what we have to do. So just another uh, building block into the building that I'm putting to, I'm constructing of how MJF is going to be taking down the inner circle organization, making it all about him, taking it away from Jericho. It's going to happen. It's so obvious, but I love it. It's fantastic. It's wonderful. It's beautiful. It's like the best angle ever. There's never been a better angle. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I can do it guilt-free, Mike. But, uh, yeah, other than that, uh, you know, I already talked a little bit about Raw. 
We had Nia Jax with another botch, hurting somebody, not knowing how to execute a move because she's sexy. Lacey Evans. Oh, Lacey oh Evans. God. Fuck Lacey yeah. Evans. So Ric Flair, the 80-year-old man, ogling and fondling uh, Lacey Evans. It's terrible. It's about the worst angle I've ever seen, and I hate that they're doing it, but, you know, it is what it is. But the only good thing about the, the Nia Jax botch, it was Dana Brooke. Yeah, yeah I, I, I don't I, – I know I'm a dickhead, but Dana Brooke kind of is just there. She's not that good looking, and she can't wrestle. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm really unclear about the role that Dana Brooke plays within the WWE. I mean, she's just a per- – she's a body. You, it's it's like a like the mirror test. You put it under the nose. Oh, it fogged up. You're there, girl, because you're blonde and skinny, and you have some muscles. Great for you. She's not skinny. She's like the new age girl's version of the Brooklyn Barala. She's, she's, she's there to lose. No, no, because the Brooklyn Barala. No, Brawler, she's awesome. No. She's awesome. She's hot. She's hot. She had just bad bad plastic surgery. No, no the Brooklyn Brawler was an exceptional wrestler and was there to test people's Brooklyn skill. Brawler. Dana Brooke. Dana, Dana Brooke's there Brawler. only because Vince McMahon likes blondes. It's a lot different of a situation. Dana Brooke Brawler. <laughs> Dana Ball Soccer. I mean, who knows? All right. Oh, whoa. So you good on uh, on NFL now? I mean, uh, wrestling now? Wait, that was NFL. Yeah. Oh, I know that was. That was I I would have covered more stuff. Like I, yes. I know Brady didn't choke slam nobody. So yeah, you, are you good with are you good with wrestling though? Yes, sir. All right, yeah. let's let's move on. Well, to the- Rob and but for the picks, I have Biggie. Pat has Reigns. Dave has the Fiend. I, I'm going to change Fiend uh, to... To Friend by adding an R. Uh, did he ever do this? Uh, oh, yeah. uh, I'm going to... Oh, no. I guess I'm going to pick... Who should I pick? Oh, man. I don't want to... How about... Uh, I'm going to take... Brock Lesnar again. <laughs> I don't know what surprised me. John Cena. John Cena. I'm taking John Cena. Mark it down. John, John Cena. Cena. Well, I mean, he does need to promote Suicide Squad. I'm so. taking John Cena right now. Mark it down. Did you uh, hear about his uh, his tamales in uh, Suicide Squad? His hot tamales? No, he was uh, in one scene. He was supposed to just take a bite out of a tamale. Uh, but instead, he decided it would be better for his character to eat the whole thing. But they had to shoot it 32 times. So he had to eat 32 tamales to keep the uh, the continuity right. So, like, wow. he had, and that was one day of filming. Like, they just kept like, cut, let's do it again. And he had to eat the friggin' thing. He ate 32 of them. Yeah, he can afford it. It's you know it'll send him back carbs wise, but I mean, who cares? Is this about hot dogs? When are we doing this next week? No, you're talking about John Cena. John Cena during uh, filming the Suicide Squad, he was his character was supposed to just take a bite out of a tamale, but instead he's like, oh, I think it would be great if I just ate the whole thing. And they shot the scene 32 times, so he had to eat. That's like what happened to Will Ferrell. It's gonna be dope though. That's what happened. Yeah, to Will he had Ferrell to eat all the stuff with the the, the, the syrup, syrup and the, the pop tarts. Oh. Yeah, but he didn't have to do it thirty-two times. Oh, he did it a bunch of times. He got Whoa. he got diabetes. I he, like your picks though, Dave. Who the hell did I hit? <laughs> who the hell did I hit? I like your picks though, Bro- Brock Lesnar or Cena. Either one's plausible. Either one. 
All right. So let's uh, let's move on to the NFL. Um, oh, so yeah. Bucks beat the Packers to become the first team to host the Super Bowl. Uh, Brady, this is a fun stat. Brady is now the all-time leader in touchdown passes in Bucks postseason history. In a, in a season, that franchise is. Um, I yes, I am com- <laughs> I I am completely blown away. And although the second half of that game was not great, I am blown away. And I can't I can't believe that this that next weekend is happening. I cannot believe it. Two weeks. Not this coming weekend, but the one after. Next, Here's another fun weekend. fact: Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And Tom Brady have tied for the most NFC championship playoff wins. Ah! Same with Drew Brees. Same with Drew Brees. That is ridiculous. Russell Wilson has more than that. Like, come on, man. That like that's why I think Breeze is a little overrated. And Rodgers. I've been telling you that. And Rodgers. But but listen, here's the thing with Rodgers. No, no, no. Here's the thing with Rodgers. Yes, technically, and like, you know, with throwing the ball and being a technical and, and release and all that crap, he's one of the best of all time. Like, just the way his he skill set, his his skill set, skill set. Yes, skillful. it's it's unbelievably. But he, dude, the dude does not win big games. He can't. He does not. The, the only game he beat did. was Caleb Haney came in for Jay Cutler. On the sidelines when he got hurt against the Bears, and then but they lost in the Super Bowl. But he did. I will, I will. They, won. they won. They won. They won. I'm sorry. Why? <laughs> I remember thinking this, and it's one of these things. You know, 2020 hindsight and all this, and Monday morning quarterback, and da da da, whatever else you want to throw in it. Why? I remember thinking this while I was watching it. Why didn't he run into the end zone? Why didn't he run Why didn't they go for it on fourth down? Why did they just suddenly decide to start no, no, no. calling pass interference on that last play? Stri- strictly, dude, yeah, strictly on Aaron Rodgers' head and what he did and how he did. Why did he not run that ball with nobody in his way? My God, why did he not run that ball? I'm going to make a prediction for the Super Bowl. That kid bunting Murphy. Sean Murphy bunting. Oh, sorry. He's going to have another interception, but it's going to be be again a blown pass interference call where he holds on to somebody but makes the catch because he's holding on to the guy. He did it against Michael Thomas. Yeah, did it against Devontae Adams, and he'll do it. That's that's you know what? If you're gonna go back again and go, oh, this could have happened, and they should. No, no, no. I'm I'm saying no, 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 no. I'm saying that this is what this guy. They're like, oh, he's got three interceptions. Yeah, but two of them were pass interference calls that were not called. And I drafted him in Madden three times. And after the Michael Thomas thing. He grabbed Thomas's face mask and held on to it for four yards. Yeah, and they didn't the call that either. Michael Thomas didn't have a catch in that game, right. so fuck him, the little bitch. I'm yeah. just saying that particular play, he was grabbing and holding Thomas and I don't, grabbed I onto his face mask and dragged what? him for four yards. So, so what? Do you have a problem with that? Or well, I'm just asking. Yeah, I have a problem with that. Why, dude? Oh. You ever seen Robert Parrish cover Larry Bird in the finals, dude? It's unbelievable how many times he grabs him and holds him and put. Dude, everybody does that. Like it's is just they're like, holding on. Is no, but on? if you're gonna get, if it doesn't get called, that's a good play. That's good football, man. I don't pull jerseys in basketball. I hate it. Our cousin, our cousin Michael, likes to pull jerseys and be a little 
prick during games, Whoa. but I would never. Yeah, no, he does. I, I, he's, he's told me he needs to listen, but I've never. I've never – I told him he's a punk for it. I've never done that. I don't like that. I actually almost got in a right. fight with a guy. Pulling, no, no. Well, it's, this is basketball, but I'm just saying I almost got in a fight with a guy literally because he he pulled my jersey, and I got mm -hmm. mad at him. Then he told me I was throwing bows. So, I, I oh, you know, I took offense to that because I don't throw elbows. I don't pull jerseys. I played well. But in the, NFL, oh! in the NFL, if you're going to do that stuff and you're going to play a little dirty, you're telling me all the great cornerbacks of all time never – pulled and jabbed and pushed and poked and oh, I'm just saying that it's a trend in this postseason with that particular guy. So who's your pick? So who's your pick? Who's my pick for what? No, he predicted that Sean Murphy Bunning would get an interception on a for the game. No, no, on like a on like a sketchy call. No, I'm saying he didn't say he was gonna predict the winner. He didn't say that. But by the way, I did pick the Buccaneers last week. Who is your winner for the Super Bowl, me. Patrick? Because I am not honestly 100% sure who I want. Well, right now, right now, um, it opened up three point under three over under 57. 57. However, way, way over. However, uh, way over. the Chiefs starting oh, right tackle, Eric Fisher, former number one overall pick, uh, is out with a torn Achilles. Wait, 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 wait. Number one pick for the Chiefs or number one overall pick in the draft? He was a number one overall pick in the draft at one point. Not Eric, for them. Eric Fisher. Their number one pick. Eric Fisher, a right tackle, got picked number one in the nope, draft? not a right tackle. A left tackle. Okay, so a, a, oh, so, oh. So a left tackle. Jesus, got, dude, right. Listen, listen, listen. Right, listen. Right, I, I'm just – I'm shocked a left tackle got picked – First in the draft, I it happened a bunch of no. I was I'm mistake. I'm I've got him confused. I've got him confused with Eric Winston. Okay, who was for the, uh, Eric Winston was for the um, the uh, Texans. The Texans picked him number one overall. Got left tackles go number one quite a bit. What year was that? Can you just tell me? I'm just I I'm just that's crazy to me. I don't okay. remember left tackle. Laramie Tunzel is there left or right tackle and he's really good but I don't think he didn't even go number one right you remember you remember that no I'm not saying I'm, I'm not saying we're wrong I just don't what years draft a left tackle goes number one what overall talking about? that's insane how did we get here what? He's just because straight. I was talking about a left tackle yeah I just I the chief know, left tackle Eric Fisher who is the anchor that? generally your left tackle is your best your best offensive lineman because he's protecting your quarterback's blind side. Yeah, but as a team, yeah, as a righty quarterback, unless you have a lefty. But still, your let your left tackle is generally the best lineman that you have. If you have a guy who's playing guard, but he's your best lineman, you will move him to left tackle. Look at that light. Jason Kelsey is the best on the Eagles. He's the center. But they all, who's their left tackle? I don't know. He got. They got a bunch. Well, Jason. Uh, what's what's his name? Um, oh my God, he got hurt. He was out the whole season. They had. Yeah. Um, I, I know who you're talking. I can't think of his name. And Brandon he, Brooks too, but he was hurt the whole season. Lane, something Lane. Justin Lane. Justin. He was out the whole. Justin. Are you sure? Whatever. He was out the whole season. So. Andrew Norwell. Like he's nasty on the Jags. He's 
he's a left guard. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I think you're – But I that's know, why I, I said generally. Generally, yeah, they're well, also okay. going to be your biggest lineman. Like for the Raiders, Trent Brown, 6'8", 400 pounds. I love 6'7", or 6'8", linemen. I love that. I, it's my freaking favorite. But generally, you're seven. Like for a while, it was Donald Penn for the for the Raiders. He gave up one sack. Donald Donald Penn. Yeah, what's Donald Penn? Penn? Donald Penn was a defensive tackle. I thought. Nope. Donald Penn was a left tackle for the Raiders, who gave up one sack all year, and it was the one that cost Derek Carr his leg breaking. Uh, man, I must. He had lost. played with the Chiefs and I think the Bucks, but uh, I anyway. Just had him on my team in Madden. You uh, you have Donald Penn, who is uh, I mean I'm sorry Eric Fisher, who is the Chiefs' left tackle, <laughs> who is not playing because he tore his Achilles in this game. Now that could change the comple- the the complexion of the game because the uh, Bucks have a very good front four. Um, luckily, uh, you know, I think Mahomes is a little bit more mobile and can throw better on the run. Like some of those throws he made, falling backwards to his to his left and he's like gunning the ball 30 yards downfield right into a guy's bread basket. Um, bread I, basket. I still think the chiefs win this game because uh, if they can get to Brady, that last interception he threw, like what the fuck was that pass? That last one he threw where he just heaved the ball into the air as hard as he could. He was trying to throw it to Mike Evans for a jump ball. Mike no, Evans no, played like a little bitch. No, no, no that's, that was the last one where he was getting hit. No, and he just, there was two of them. There was two of them, the Mike no, Evans. The Evans one, he could have caught. There was two of them. It was a little like high, but he probably should have made the catch. But at the same time, those other two were just like, I don't know what the hell he's It didn't even matter. Who cared? Right. Scared. But if you, if you give the Chiefs three extra possessions, they're not going to get three points out of it. Yeah, you know what, though? The, the, the Bucks defense is playing pretty damn good. They've no, they did. They played. They played fairly well. Uh, they've, they've gotten pretty hot in the last few weeks, so they they lost they, a game they, in like seven weeks. They like. went for they they were seven and five, and haven't lost. And they won three road games. I mean, the, the the Packers definitely helped them out. Like, oh, let's give Brady the ball back with two minutes left instead of going for a touchdown. Yeah, no, that was one. Analytically, it made on. sense. It was only two so percent difference in the in that's win. stupid shit. You, I agree. I'm just saying this they go backs, by analytics. This backs up my thing of the of the uh, the defense. Excuse me. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers got the ball so many times in the second half. If he had done something with one of the other turnovers, Jesus, it wouldn't even have mattered on that last play. He kept trying to force the ball to Adams. Other guys were open. He still kept trying yeah, very to. Very true. Very true. He was forcing the ball. And the throws were bad. It was yeah. all falling backward to the side, throwing the ball. He in. was being pressured, though. No, he, yeah, he was getting hit. And no. that's the other thing. He'll take a sack. I heard Felger talking about this. He will take a sack rather than throw the ball away. He no. took a lot of sacks instead of throwing the, the ball away. Bare, he led the league in throwaways last year, let's be honest. The defense on Tampa Bay's side played really well, and they got Very to him. Well. And you know what? It's not something that you hear as a common thing about Aaron Rodgers. All you have to do is pressure him a little bit. And it throws everything off, and it's over. Listen, when you when you have to when you get a Brady, how do you slow down Brady? You have to hit him. You don't have to hit Rogers. All you gotta do is penetrate the pocket just so slightly, and he goes ah, it falls backwards and hucks the ball. 
Listen, I'm not going to defend the, the throws that Brady made that led to those picks. It must have been some major miss. Based on how off they were, it seems as though it was some that, sort of – That Evans one was off his no, hands. No, that, but that, the last one was – Off his hands. But I'm the other ones looked like they were – An absolute prayer. He was getting the safety blitzed or the DB blitzed. Was an absolute like I'm just going to play bad that second half. Yeah, he turned it off, but he, he had no business. He started that game zinging in passes. That pass to Scotty Miller, that pass was insane. Took advantage of the defense, right? Right, they had no idea that was coming. They thought they were going to kick a field goal. Chill. He goes, yeah, all right, screw that. Boom. He threw it where only his guy could get it. There was no way it could have been intercepted. That was yeah, unbelievable. That King should have gotten to the team. It's because he's half coach of the team. He's been in that scenario and that particular set of circumstances more than, more than any single person anyone. on that team combined, including Bruce Arians, including Bruce Arians in high pressure spots, in playoff games, in championship games. There's nobody that's been that spot more than him. Nobody. Nobody. So but again, how should we approach this? Should we kick a field goal or let's go for it? Get him! He threw it over the dude's head. It was perfect. It was perfect. Yeah, that was a that was a per- perfect. Like, that was such such a a, a one eighty from the, the the last interception. But that's what I'm talking about. If you the Chiefs have perfect. a first half, though, the first half, second half is sucked. But the, guess the what? Chiefs have a pretty good pass rush, and if they can get to him, if they unleash Teron Matthew and Great get Clark. him. Yeah. And get him. Uh, Their offensive you know, line is not bad. What? Their offensive line is not bad. They're former. Well, yeah, that's fine. But you know, if they can get to Brady, which they can, he's only been sacked once in the last six weeks. Yeah, I think you don't have also, to. Sack him. Also, also, there's no quarterback in the league that gets the ball out of his hands quicker and more efficiently than Brady. Okay, that. But no, no, there's no but. No, no, there's no but to that. Yeah, there there's is. No but. He threw three interceptions last week. If you yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. Who have a but better defense? No, no, we talked. About, I, I said there's nobody that gets the ball out quicker and more efficiently. Yeah, in, 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 a, in, a, in a short period, in a short period of time, when the, the window is closing down quicker, there's nobody that does it better than that man. Okay, still threw three interceptions. Like those but two things aren't mutually exclusive. You can still have no, the those things too. have nothing to do with one another. Actually, they have nothing to do with one another. Sure the if fact that you brought it up has nothing to do with what the fuck I said. Yes, it does. I'll tell no, you what. Not at all. Not at all. If you don't get rid of the ball and guys are forcing you into bad throws, like the two throws that we saw him throw that weren't very good, Those that ended up crazy stupid. They were bad. They were bad. There yeah, was also bad. nobody. There was also nobody to put the ball to, and I know I, it, it seemed as though at least one of them was trying to be a throwaway, but he didn't make it. Field. No, there was one of them that he at least tried to throw out of bounds, but the dude got it. It wasn't. It, it shouldn't have been a pick. It was. A, it was yeah, a bad throw, but it should have been better. That it was a terrible. He wasn't throw. trying to throw it out of bounds. And why was that happening? Because the safety or the the defensive back, whoever it was, got to him. He didn't get the ball out in time. So that's exactly the correlation I'm talking about. You they said won the game. Anything so what is, each other. So what that, is how quick they got to him matter when they won the game? Because if you do that against Kansas City, you will not win that game. Yeah. And if they can't get the ball, it's just kind of the same thing. But it, it's a big if because, I'll be honest, Kansas City's uh, defense hasn't necessarily been you know something to write home about all season. Whose defense is better, KC or Green Bay? You just said their defense is better than Green Bay. 
Yeah, their defense. If Green Bay can get three picks on him and get to the quarterback all day and pressure him, Kansas City's going to do it. They're not a defensive right held the ball. It's better than Green Bay. Green Bay was ranked number nine, and I guess they are pretty much. Yeah. And nobody, nobody, nobody runs an offense like Pat Mahomes. No, I mean he. You're right. It's very true, but it could be said the same for the guy, uh, you know, guys on both sides. So it's sure. it seems as though it's gonna it's it's gonna come down to two things: what defense is better, who makes less mistakes. I'm betting a hundred dollars on the over. The uh, over would be awesome. Oh, dude, I hope it's the over. Hundred on the over. I really hope it's the over. Oh, it's gonna be a great game if it's Kansas over. City might score fifty points. Like, well, don't disregard uh, Tampa's D. Tampa's yeah, D is pretty talking. good. Yeah, you, uh, Forget about that. Tampa's D is good. Didn't these teams already play this year? Yeah, but Tampa's Z came well, I mean, on yeah, but. half of the season. What do you mean, yeah, but? They already went down to Tampa. Getting hot at the right time. Tampa's D is Somebody, a team well. getting hot at the right time. Whether you get beat at one time in the season doesn't dictate how you're going to do the rest of the season. Yeah, so so who's a hotter Tampa team than Kansas City? Tampa Bay is just as hot. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Well, no, they, they had a lot. Tampa City lost week 17. Tampa Bay's on the win. Why did they lose week 17? Road. I'm just saying. They won three playoff games on the road. How is that not a streak? What How is that not a streak? Guess who wins three playoff games on the road? Usually teams that win championships. I said they're not as hot as Kansas City. I disagree, if not just as hot. I, 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 Kansas City lost to the Raiders, and that was their last significant loss. I'm not counting that last out of 27 or 25 out of 26 in his last 26 games. He's won 25 of them. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not counting that last game of the year where they started the JV team. Hot is not a stat. Hot is not a stat. Oh no, they're both pretty hot to make it to the Super Bowl. They're both doing really awesome and winning games at a clip. That's crazy. It's awesome. This is going to be a great matchup. I hope it goes over. It should go over. It's going to go over, and I say Kansas City wins by at least a touchdown. I, I got that feeling that he's just going to – Seven I, or seven and a half. I said at least a touchdown, so six and a seven. half. Six and a half? Six and a half is a touchdown. You can't give Tom Brady six and a half in the Super Bowl. It's three for a reason. I don't know. I I, it, I think it's, it's going to come down to – what defense is the most opportunistic? Because I don't think these guys are going to make very many mistakes. I think also, it's going to be opportunistic defense. Very true. But also, the offenses are going to have a part to play in this, which is why we all think it's going to go over. Everybody that Tom Brady has in his offense is healthy. Brown's going to be back. All these guys are going to be back. All the guys that they have are going to be playing. No, who, who's, the other cat? Who, really who's, the, who's the other cat that used to play for uh, Buffalo too? McCoy. No, dude. Everybody that's playing that that they have on on uh, Tampa Bay Shady? is no. Lashawn McCoy. Yeah. It's a, no, it's a, it's a receiver. Uh, but on top of the usual suspects, so Mike Evans is good. Brown's good. Gronk's good. All these guys are good. They're all good. Great is healthy. Oh, who's it? Yeah, Bray, Bray Scotty healthy. Miller. Godwin's Godwin's good to go. Godwin. Scotty Miller caught a touchdown last Godwin week. Godwin leads the league in fucking drops. By the that's what I'm saying. Dude, there's there's a million places he could go to the ball, go with the ball. And if there's a guy that you want to give, if you're gonna give him 12 places to go to the ball, go with the ball. He's gonna do it. He's there's no there's, 
Yeah, but there's nobody better at doing that. Right, but you're not going to have all of those guys on the no, field at the same time. Mahomes is just as good. What do you mean he's not as good? He's just as good. Now. Mahomes got Mahomes has two thousand yard receivers. You can't say he's not. I one is better than the other right now. Whoever's better is going to depend I on this love game. Pat this game is nobody better right now. They're both amazing. This it's game crazy is huge. how good they're this both playing. You have to like relish in how good it is, oh, and how awesome is... it is, and how cool it is to watch these guys play. That's what I all think is Tom Brady at 43 in his 10th Super Bowl is unprecedented. And then you got Mahomes is the only person to have, you know, this much success at such a young age. And he could win, he could be the first guy ever to win three straight Super Bowls. It's gross. What? No, who? Wait, so. What? Now that we're we're off of that, I wanna I wanna touch on something because uh a lot of teams are gonna be looking for a, a quarterback this year, and one just came available who is in his prime, probably has four or five years left. Jimmy, Jimmy's Jimmy's the focus. He's the focus. I don't yeah, just fuck Jimmy Garoppolo. If I had the opportunity of Jimmy Garoppolo or uh Matt Stafford, who would bring a receiver with him because they have a, his number one receiver is a free agent, Kenny Galladay. Uh, I would take that that lineup uh, every day. So there's there's five teams, maybe six one that I think. Super Bowl quarterback. The other one's not. I mean, I, I don't know how you can. Yeah, but I, if I'm if I'm taking one, I'm taking Stafford over Garoppolo. Please. Super Bowl quarterback. I think Please. I think Garoppolo would play well in his system. I think he's I think he should. Well, who? I think he would. Who is he going to throw to? Nikhil Harry? We don't know what this team's going to look like come the fall. I don't think Bill wants to be Bill needs to draft good. Not even draft good. He needs good. to draft They're some weapons on offense or No, he needs to get some do both. Get some free agents. Weapons. They're going to get some people in here. Doesn't matter. Hey, you know what? And you know what? I'm not the biggest fan. It wouldn't be the worst thing in the world if they brought Stafford. I don't think he'll end up here. I think he's more more apt he said to be he wants on. To go to the Colts today. Say, he said he wants to go to the Colts. That's, well, that's one of the that's one of the teams on my list. He said it this morning. He said that I want to go to the Colts. Yeah, that's one of the teams on my my prediction. I have six teams. I have the Patriots. I have Washington. I have Vegas. I have Indy. I have New Orleans and San Francisco. Bring Kirk, your predictions, bring, bring, please. Those bring, are not your predictions. Bring Kirk Cousins to New England, baby. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. Yeah, what those about, are my predictions. What about Deshaun? Because he's he's leaning towards no. the Jets. Be all clear. Jets. Deshaun's leaning towards the Jets, Jets. over Miami. Deshaun would have to go to he the only place he can go is a place that has cap room and a place that has a very high draft pick so that they can immediately recoup what they're going to lose. It's not true. Bears could get him. Nope. If the Bears cut Akeem Hicks, they'd free up $22 million in space. They could do a lot, but he probably will go to the Jets. Yeah, unless something happens. There's going to be a lot of quarterback change. Uh, a lot of people are speculating. Crazy. A lot of people are speculating. Uh, Wow. Cam to the Bears. I would, <laughs> yeah, best of luck. Man. I haven't heard that one time, so I don't know where you're. What's your, I have. What's your source for that? Stephen A said it. What's Stephen A said that when? Oh, like a week ago. No, that's, that's his prediction. So his his thought of maybe what's going to happen. That's not anything in the organization or anything that's come out of anyone. I've never heard that. I, I have a lot of updates on the, when the Bears do things every day, daily things. And I've never heard that. So their local radio broadcast. I have I have many YouTube channels I follow. A lot of guys from Chicago. A lot of guys that are closer to the team get fed stuff. There's a lot of people that get fed stuff in the mainstream media. Why? Like uh, 
Tony Romo, you have to hear about like, oh, watch out for the Patriots next year. Like, he's not going to the Bears. Not going Why players. not? Do you think he's so? Hold on. So do we? Think they want gonna, Deshaun, but they're not going to get him. They're still going to try to get him. For what? Is he backing up for what? Kim's not going to the to. No, not saying he, New England. Any, no, anywhere. Is he backing up or what? I don't think he has a choice unless the Bears are going to stupidly sign him. I don't think he has a choice. Apparently, a, a thing. I, don't I know, think if he wants to still play in the league, he would have to back up because he sucked balls last year. The only other place I could see him going is uh, Washington. Because of Ron Rivera. Yep. That's the only yeah. only other place. I don't. Alex Smith. Alex Smith's gonna be fine. I feel like. Maybe I mean, yeah, he, they would. They would. He would have to be a backup. He's gonna what have. About Heineke. Heineke played great. Heineke. I don't think they'd even want Cam. Heineke. Heineke's nasty. One game. One That's game. Bad. That was a big game. He's, big he game. could be a. He could be a guy. Uh, yeah, you remember how good Matt Flynn was? You can't, Remember you can't you can't do that. Just give this guy his chance. He played really well. How about how how good was Matt Flynn? What what team does Matt Flynn play for? Doesn't matter. That's one guy. That one I, thing yeah, happened. You can't what, compare that to Heineke. I don't know. If sure, I can because it happens all the time. This guy threw six touchdowns against the Patriots. No. Yeah, and really year, he play good. He's a good quarterback. It seems like Matt Flynn played was- one game. That's my point. You can't well, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. No, no. Your points moot. Why did Matt Flynn lose his job, Pat? Why did Matt Flynn lose his job? Because he wasn't good. No, that's the that's not at all correct. The yeah, reason, it is. No, no. The reason why he lost his job is because he got signed to Seattle. They also happened to have drafted Russell Wilson that same year who beat him out for the job. Right. So and then, he other, then he got beat out for the job by one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Right. But then he never played. He never went anywhere bullshit. and played because he wasn't good. He had one no. good game. No, but hey, if who yeah. knows how good he could have been in Seattle? We don't know. He got beat out for the job. But he got beat out everywhere he went. He went all over the place and lost the starting job everywhere he went. He could Where not lose the starting job. He went to a couple of different teams he had tryouts for, and they never called him back. What teams he were the Raiders? Couldn't couldn't crack the starting lineup with the Raiders. He went to uh where the hell else did he go? Let me look it up real quick. But he never played <laughs> after that. It could be. It could, certainly be a, it could certainly be a situation of where he maybe never ended up. Well, let's in the just right be situation. honest. Pat doesn't like anybody, so I could see you wouldn't like Taylor Heineke after that great, amazing game. I'm just saying oh, you can't right. judge a guy on a single game. That's it all I'm be, saying. It could be fool's goal. It could be Brock Osweiler. Well, that's just such a bad, saying. narrow point of view. Oh well, guy. this everybody else has done it too. These guys are gonna fail. No, I didn't say everybody man. else. I well, said no, you're just saying. Well, this guy failed, so he's gonna fail. Like no, Justin Herbert's never. Ever been in a legitimate crazy no, playoff good. pressure game where you're a backup and you have to step into a starting right, he couldn't role. crack the lineup for the he couldn't start for the Jets. The hell of a spot though. Yeah, no, Dave's right though. I don't crap about Matt Flynn. We have to talk about the playoff games and like when you're in like a playoff a backup, scenario, do a, or die. Dueling against Tom some Brady, trying just, to keep up with Tom Brady, like but he did. This is the exact same thing. Matt Flynn went into New England and threw six touchdown passes. In the regular season game, not in the playoffs. Do you realize the difference between a playoff game and a regular season game? Yeah, but who is he playing against? You're just comparing this guy to Matt Flynn. You're you're comparing Taylor Heineke to Matt Flynn for some reason. I don't understand. Because they both played against Brady. But this guy came in as a backup and played against Brady on the Buccaneers. Yes, yeah, the Washington uh, in the football. One game is my point. He okay, played I, one game, 
And he's halfway okay, decent. He halfway decent. Yeah. He what, played what, five hundred yards and five touchdowns. Five point game. He kept up as much as he could. It was right, but he didn't play a great game. He wasn't like, oh my god, this kid is clearly the future of the franchise. It was, hey, this was a nice game for a rookie. He played really well. Not super great. To get a play, to you get a to get to get. Hold on, I'm making a point. Score. True, you, but all your points are to negative get a, about guys. Every single one. You don't make positive points. To get a performance yeah, like that out of a guy in this situation where that because it was within the same week that they got rid of Haskins, right? No, it was a week like, after. No, oh, I'm sorry. So I'm sorry. Within within two weeks. So it was within two weeks of when you got rid of the guy that you that you know the, you drafted to be the guy, and then the guy that you thought was behind the guy that could back him up real good if anything happened to the guy, and then he got out. So now you're this guy. That was dope. And again, it could be Pat. You're right. It could be fool's gold. There's been a million That's examples. That's the only point I'm trying to make is let oh, the guy play more but, than one game. But the thing is, the thing is that Dave's pointing to is that instead of saying. Yo, this dude did great, and it was a, a really good performance, even though there was flaws. Considering what anybody could have possibly expected from him, he clearly eclipsed that. But who knows what he could be in the future? But you can't like compare him to every other bust because you know there's going to be a no, guy that's I not going to be a bust. I brought Matt Flynn up because it was a similar situation. He came out, he had this amazing oh, yeah. game. Some random guy you could bring like, up a hundred quarterbacks though. Ever he never started for anyone. No one is debating that, but that has nothing to do with Tyler Haneke's future. Is my point. Yeah, you keep talking about Matt Flynn for ten minutes. I know what you said. I heard you six times. Has nothing to do with with Tyler Haneke. You just every time I try to mention someone, similar situation. Oh, this guy did bad this time. You're going to have a great career. That's all I'm saying. Why do you have to say that is the point? Why do you got to be negative? Oh, they got Tyler Henneke. They got Tyler Henneke. Oh, my What's God. The deal? So why is that bad? Is that better than Why is that a bad thing? Alex Smith. You is have to bring down everybody? Alex Smith is probably going to be the starter for that understand. team. Heineke should be the backup. That's a pretty dope I'm backup. I'm trying to be realistic. Like, based on what I'm seeing, yeah, he played well in the playoffs. He had a you good game. Don't like anyone though. You never say anything good. You about don't anyone. say anything. Is Did my I just fucking say he played well. He had a two good game. seconds ago. Two seconds ago. But the whole point for twenty minutes, you're going on about how he's not going to be good because Matt no, Flynn's. I didn't say he's not going to be good. I oh said, my god! I every said, time, every time, true. Him every time. a chance. It's true. It's true. I didn't say that. that. No. When did I say he's a bad quarterback? When did I say he wasn't going to be anything? I said, let's see what will happen. Pat, you're, you're, you're right. Every single show. Yes, this is, ver- this is a very thing. similar scenario. Every yes, every single you, show. You didn't speci- I didn't say those words. Every show. We you have no clue what he is. Maybe the, he's the next Brady. We don't know. I said they have Tallahannock and you just mocked me for it. Now he could be the next Brady? No, no. Now I, you're, now you're well, I mocked you because you're like, oh, they've got Tyler Haneke. They're all set. But we don't know what he is. Never said they were all set. No, 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 no. I never said they were all set. Just like you do. Never said. I never said that, Pat. I never said those words. Just like you did. Okay. Like, but right. still. You jumped you're- all over me because I said Tyler Haneke played a good game. 
You jumped no. all over. I mean, like he's going to be your well, Where's Matt Flynn play now after Tyler Henneke's good game? What the fuck point does that have to do with anything? I don't get it. Every show. And then you I say, know you don't get it. You guys no. never get it. No, no, no. You no. Don't, it's just, hey, if you listen also, to show, stop saying you guys, Dick. Because time. I'm not even fucking talking to you. It's the same thing. Yeah, you guys are yelling back at me. You, you, you guys. No, no, no. You're wrong. Because you also made the Baker Mayfield thing last week, and I listened back as to what I said. I was basically on your side, but Same then, but then you shoot back at me, go, "You guys, you guys, you guys." You don't. No, I didn't all you do that. is sit there and think of the next thing you're going to say. You don't even register any of the words that we say. You listen yeah. to that we're making noise on this side, and you're just waiting for when we stop to make your next point. Not actually registering anything that we say, except it's very front. No, it's very frustrating. I understand what he's saying. I understand what you're saying. It's just have this like dis disconnect. My God! I said one thing about Tyler Henneke. Jumps and, all and over no, me. And, and, and you know what? The other not do that. The, Pat, you again. We we may not hear the words that you say. I don't like this guy, or I think this guy what am I sucks. To infer and from you what yes, you're you may not say those words exactly, every but we're not dummies. If you infer and in everything, not good. if every reference that you make to them. Never like, hey, this guy's gonna yes. be positive because this other guy in this situation the had the same situation and he had a good career. That's, you've never once said that. It's always, well, this guy's not gonna be yeah. good because of this. Because I'm trying to be realistic and go. No, no, no. Context. You may not. We, we. You may not come out and say I don't like this guy or this guy's not good. Physically but, say the but, words. But if all the context that you say about them Every and everything show, that you mention about them is show. negative. Every then show. yes, it seems as though very clearly that you're trying to infer that you don't like him or don't think they're good. No so you may not say the words, but everything you say about them is negative. Or yeah, that kind of paints a pretty good picture. I have no feelings. You have to physically say it for us to get it. I have no feelings about these guys one way or another. If I point out what, what they're talking about, you call them all pieces of shit and lazy and this and that. You say all these things about when these did, guys. When did I say these guys were pieces of shit? Certain guys absolutely are. Uh, so I, yes, you have. What are you talking about? What have I said that? Yeah, I said that. I feel right on my feet on his couch. Absolutely, absolutely, he's a piece of shit. But I don't say everyone's a piece of shit. You just don't say anybody's good. Is my point? Yes, dude. I do. I, I just praised Tyler Henneke six times. No, after uh, ten minutes of saying he's not going to be good because no, of he's that not. other guy. Yes, you did. He don't know. Why do you not understand that? Again. He pointed out all the negative things about his performance instead of saying, hey, he basically stood toe-to-toe -to -toe with Brady in a, in a playoff game and say, hey, hold on, hold on. You know, we, we pointed out, yeah, he basically stood toe-to-toe -to -toe with Brady. He ultimately lost the game. It wasn't a flawless performance. But the only thing that you pointed out in response to that was all the negative stuff about his performance. Well, but nobody thought it was perfect. And then and then you randomly brought the other dude into it. Like, why? What did I say negative about him? You mentioned, oh, well, he had this, he had this perform, he had, he, what, what, drop passes? And, I didn't uh, say anything uh, about that percentage. Hold on, no, hold on. You saying, what team does this other guy play for? Meaning he doesn't play anymore, meaning he's not good. So calm your horses. Don't get t excited about how good Tyler Heineke is, which is basically what you were saying. That's what, what you were saying. Say, what did I say bad about him? That right there, that that's bad. Yeah. You're talking, you're saying, hey, calm down. Don't say anything good about this guy. He's played one game. I am consistent. I didn't say anything about dropped passes. I did I not know. say dropped passes. I mean, Either way, I'm just saying I, I like the guy, and you jumped on me. You jumped right on me. I'm consistent about this 
through every sport. Every guy. Anytime somebody yeah, gets hyped up, I say, Don't let's step yourself. back. Stop fooling yourself. I say, let's step back and no. give them some time to Why show what just they can do. Why can't you just unless appreciate guy, the good game that he played, like. though? Unless this guy's you don't like. He made don't an unbelievable play and had a guy jump over his head and ran in and had a sick touchdown and played against no. Brady. And, and I said awesome. he played well. He so had he a, a bright game. future. So he has a bright future ahead of him. Oh, not, I said it well, from the start. I said he had a good game. I said it wasn't anything mind-blowing. You said it's going to be bad. Because this guy was bad. You said, where does this other guy play? He doesn't play He's anymore. probably going to be bad because this guy is bad. I used Matt Flynn as a reference point that just because somebody has one good game doesn't mean that they're going to have a great career. Also the opposite. Also the opposite. Said, let's somebody stop. has a good game doesn't mean they're going to have a bad career. And that's you, why I said, let's see what happens. Again, see, it's my, him one way or the other. I get it, but it's my point of your glass empty, I'm happy. Half glass full. You're very. You always I look at neutral the, on it. I'm totally neutral in your mind. In your mind, but no. we're listening. We're listening to your words. We're listening to your words. I'm saying I think well, he has I a future. You're saying I don't know if he has a future. So you're looking on the negative. No, no. When I realistic side, hold off and see what he can do. How is that not neutral? I'm not, not, not so and I'm not, not saying he's bad. It's not positive. It's very not positive. And I said something positive it's not about negative. him. It's not negative. But I said something positive about him. Great. I did too. Me. You came back at me with, oh, well, I don't know about that. I would calm down. Blah, 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 blah. You guys blah. give me Tyler shit. Haneke. I know everything all the time. But as soon as I say, I don't know about this, now you're going to give me shit about that too? I'm just saying you're not being positive at all. I, said, I never said I was, but I'm not being negative. I'm being neutral. You were. You were, you were a little and negative. I don't know what's going to happen. Let's wait a minute and see what happens after one game. He's played all like game in his career. We should assume you end up like Matt Flynn because that's why you brought him up. Otherwise, you wouldn't. No, I, I, brought, brought I don't Flynn. give a shit about Matt Flynn one way or the yeah, other. I don't know why you brought him up then at all. I had nothing to do with why anything you're up? talking about. Okay, nothing to do except for you to prove a point. No, no, no. You why brought him up to prove a point that he wouldn't be good. That was your no. point. Why no. I said you're no. being negative. No. That's why I said you're being that's negative. Not, no, that's not what I said. Yes, I Matt. said you can't judge a guy on one game. That's Matt, what I said. I said you cannot judge a guy because look so at So did Matt, Matt Flynn play that. one game? Matt Flynn played one game. One game. No, one. No, he played one game against the Patriots. He played more than one game. One game his entire also, career. Also, it wasn't a playoff game. Right. But all I'm saying is Okay, so we, okay. Matt Flynn played more than one game. No, he only played one game. Pat said he only played one game. He played Bro. one game and it got him a huge contract with Seattle. He, he was then beat out he was then beat out again and again and again. He could never start for anyone. He was on the Patriots for a while. He got cut. He was on the Jets. He couldn't crack the starting lineup. He couldn't, he couldn't break the starting lineup. He was on a lot of different teams and could not get into the starting lineup. That's all I'm saying. You can't judge a guy by one game. That's what I'm saying. That has been my point the entire time. I, I don't get your point then. He played more than one game. Doesn't make any sense. You can't judge him based on one game. That's what I'm saying. I never judged him. I just said, hey, they have Tyler Henneke, and I'm excited. 
and you you gave me all but this why? shit. Why? You, you, you saw him in one game. game. You don't know but what why? he is. I also played more than but, one game. But why can why I? So you're telling me I can't be excited about? No, him? I didn't say you can't be. Okay. I. Said, so why I am, am I excited? Not. Why am I, I excited? Not. Because you saw him in one game. Because he played really well against Tom Brady as a backup in the playoffs, coming on a team that has a pretty good defense against a historic quarterback, maybe the best of all time, and a really good top five defense in the NFL, and had some really good plays and played really well. So, so Washington had a shit defense, and he carried them then, right? It's not what I just said at all. How many points to the defense? I just said they have a really good defense. How many times did him and Brady meet up on the field? How many points did the defense have? What does that have to do with anything? You said he went against Brady. He didn't go against Brady. He went against the Tampa defense. You are such a fuck, dude. We know that. Obviously, they're not a game. But he plays with them when it comes to The defense went Washington in that game. Quarterbacks don't go against each other when they talk about games. You don't talk about quarterbacks. What the thing is... He went up against Brady. Was up against a very good. He didn't go up against Brady in the playoffs. You're that guy right now. You're that. He didn't go up against Brady in the playoffs as a quarterback. I said that he went up against one of the best. You're acting like he didn't. All right, you know what? I'm done.